following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Now, you're home for live Wolves football on the flagship for Fayetteville Wolves Athletics, RadioAlabamaSports.net, and the Radio Alabama Sports app. Now, voice of Fayetteville Wolves Athletics, Blake Bagley. Welcome in to the Fayetteville Sports Network. You're home for Fayetteville Wolves football. We're here at Randolph County this evening. Uh, where the Tigers will be taking on the Wolves, and this is a key regional matchup for both teams, Jacob. Yeah, it's their homecoming here, too. So, you know, it's going to be a good crowd. The Fayetteville contingent, they brought a lot of people here tonight. It's going to be a good night for some football. Absolutely. You know, we talk about that road field advantage, but uh, tonight it, it looks like, you know, obviously with it being a Thursday evening, uh, long trip over here at Randolph County. This is the second longest trip we'll take this season. Uh, it looks like we're a little outnumbered this evening. Yeah, it's race weekend. You know, uh, Fayetteville gets a half a day tomorrow, so they move the game to Thursday. So thanks to Randolph County for doing that. But still, never a more perfect night for football. Absolutely. And we consider it a pleasure tonight to be able to call this game on Kicks 100.3. Thanks for all our listeners. As we're less than five minutes to kick off here. And, uh, you know, Randolph County, like you said, Jacob, with this being their homecoming game, you know, you got that extra motivation in there. These guys really want to come out here and uh, show up and show out. And, uh, really showing what this football team's made of. You know, they graduated 16 seniors last season, uh, and so that's why they're having a little bit of an unusual down year. But uh, they're looking to get it turned around tonight against the Wolves, and the Wolves are looking to right the ship after a three-game losing streak. Yeah, I guess you can consider this a down year for the Tigers. Uh, they only have one win on the season. They won the first game against Wadley just down the road here. And, I mean, ever since then, you know, they've gotten blown out by everybody they played. And, same thing with us. We've won our first two games. We've lost our last three. So somebody's going to get a key region game tonight. Absolutely. Beautiful weather here as we're now three and a half minutes to kick off. Both teams getting ready to run through the banner. And uh, Randolph County comes in with their navy blue helmet, navy blue jersey with gray pants, and the Wolves with a gold helmet, white jerseys, and white pants. It will be easy to distinguish between these two programs as the Wolves get ready uh, to run out uh, here. In just a second, and uh, Jacob, it's a nice evening for football, man. Yeah, this is a, this is my first time here. I've been to Woodland, I've been to Hanley, but this is one of the only stadiums in Randolph County I haven't been to. I tell you what, this is a nice place. Yeah, that it is, Jacob, and this is actually my first time being here too. You know, last year we passed this place uh, on our way to go to was it Woodland, and there come the Wolves, and uh, they're looking to get a key regional victory tonight on the road. But uh, back to what you were saying, Jacob. You know, we passed it going to Woodland last year, and uh, it, it's a haul over here. But, you know, you get to go through some beautiful scenery going over Lake Weedowie and, and all that. We're just outside of Weedowie right now, so. Yeah, I wouldn't have mind stopped to go under the bridge and do a little fishing, but we got a task at hand tonight. We got a key region game. Let's see if these wolves can pull it off tonight. That's right, and you can hear the cheers. That's the hometown Randolph County Tigers running out, and. Uh, right now it is 70 degrees and it's clear skies, Jacob. You couldn't ask for better weather. And let's see, I, I didn't quite get the coin toss, but Jacob, I've heard from inside sources this week we might see a change at the running back position for the Wolves. Yeah, we hadn't had that running game here as of late. It's time to try something different. 
And maybe Coach Limbaugh is going to try that something different tonight. But we are talking about Coach Limbaugh. He might have something stuck up his sleeve. That he may. And uh, it looks like the Wolves will be kicking the ball off to start the game. They'll be going looking to score on the right-hand side of the field, and the Randolph County Tigers will be going to our left, and we've got a, a great setup here this evening, and uh, we actually next to some other radio guys from this area who are generous enough to let, them, let us borrow some of their power from their extension cord. <laughs> i tell you what, we're on top of the press box, so we got the best view in the house. Absolutely. Well, here we go. The whistle has blown, and we're about to get this game under the underway. Levi Phillips getting his guys ready. There he goes. And this game's underway. It's a short kick to the 50. And so it rolls down to the 30-yard line out of bounds. Uh, but not before Randolph County player touched it. So they'll take over at about the 30-yard line. Not too bad starting field position. Yeah, that kickoff kind of had like a diagonal flip to it. And the re return man couldn't quite get a grip on it. So it's kind of lucky it went out of bounds. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, they must have seen something on film, Jacob, that they may have a good return game here at Randolph County. And both teams still alive in the playoff race, but they got to win out and get a lot of help. And both teams still have a, a brutal rest of the schedule as Randolph County takes the field on offense. Number 18, Wills takes a snap. He drops back. It's going to be a rollout. First play of the game. He's hit, and he chunks one deep, um, and it is almost caught all the way at the 30-yard line on the other side of the field by Sandavion Hardnett, and um, that was pretty good coverage there on the Wolves' defense side of the ball. I'll bring up second and 10. Yeah, Jeremiah Robinson kind of had him matched up step for step. He turned his body to where he wasn't pushing on the receiver. He had his back to him the whole time. Yeah. So it was a clean pass deflection for the Wolves. Absolutely. A lot of pushing and shoving going on by both guys, but they both had their head at the football, and if you know anything about football, which I'm sure our listeners do, you know, that's clean every time. Wills under center. He's going to take the snap. It's going to be handoff up the middle. He's met at the line of scrimmage, maybe two yards. Um, and that'll bring up a third and eight situation. You would think they'd throw the ball here, Jacob. Yeah, I dropped my corners and my safeties back in coverage. It's a third down and about nine. It's a yep. passing situation. And you know, Coach Mark Reed knows what he's doing. Absolutely. I don't see the highlighter hat. Over. Oh, yep. I take that back. He's over there with a the highlighter hat on the sideline. And um, right here, I believe that was Blaine Barber on that last carry. And uh, we'll see what they dial up here. Is It's uh, third and long. We'll call it nine. Middle hash is a 31-yard line. Wills brings his team out. Two receivers split out to each side. He takes the snap. He's got plenty of time to throw. Fires a bullet over the middle. It was just over the head of hard net that'll bring up fourth down in a punt situation yeah that was levi phillips dropped back in coverage and he got his hand up i think he got a got a finger or two on the football just to knock it away jacob he may have and if that ball would have been put where it needed to be that might have been six yeah i was looking at the end zone because there was fixing to be a tiger marching right in it but That's th right. thankfully levi was there to make the play absolutely well they'll bring on the punt team and it looks like that'll be number two, Zach Caldwell, to punt the ball. And back deep is an explosive player for the Wolves, Zeke DeLoach, um, who is actually top five in the state right now in re receiving yards. And uh, so we'll see what he can do on some punt return yards here. And we hear a whistle on the field. And there is a flag down. And that's going to be a delay of game on the offense. Yeah, the Tigers were... 
doing something, like trying to swing their arms, I guess, to get Fayetteville to jump outside. But this uh, defensive line was disciplined enough not to move. Absolutely. So I'll bring up fourth and 14. He'll be standing at the 14 to take it. It's a, oh, man, he shanked that one. That one might have got out to the 38-yard line. Jacob, that was just bad from the beginning. The ball was on the ground. He picked it up to punt it, and I don't even think that punt got him a first down. So the Wolves will take over at Randolph County's 38-yard line. Yeah, I don't even like you said that punt didn't make a third down, but hey, I'll, or, or a first down rather. I I like the field position we're starting with. Absolutely. So they'll start at the 39-yard line, and this is our first opportunity to get to see this Wolves offense, who's had a a uh, bumpy road behind them here. They past three weeks hadn't really been able to get anything going. They really want to open up that running game. And you got star quarterback Pacey Deloach, who is in relation to Zeke Deloach, and uh, he's actually top five in the state in, in passing yards. So a lot of explosive guys. And here's a flag on the field. I don't know what's going on, uh, but we'll hear just shortly. And that's going to be a false start on the Wolves. So before they can even get the first snap underway, that backs them up five yards. Yeah, that offensive line was just anxious to get this game underway on the offensive side of the football, and he just got a little too excited and maybe flinched his foot or two. That they did. They'll line up this time in the split formation again. Pacey under center. He sends a man in motion. He's going to take the snap, but it's going to be a handoff up the middle to Zeke DeLoach. And uh, Zeke might have got back to the line of scrimmage. That'll bring up second and ten. Yeah, Zeke rode the pile right there just to get back to the line of scrimmage. You got an or a defensive line like Randolph County. You're gonna have to try to find the edge, and hopefully you can get something. Yeah, running it up the middle might not work. Tonight. I agree with that, Jacob. And and you know too, the Wolves need a physical running back, and we haven't had a guy step up to do that yet this year. And I really think Zeke is better used at the receiver position. Pacey takes the snap this time on delayed give, and that one's gonna lose three yards. And that was number 34, Atticus Jacks on the carry. Yeah, I think that bobble snap kind of made that play go bad from the start. Now we're in a third and yeah. long, and it's a definite passing situation. Absolutely. But I'm kind of comfortable with the passing game. Yeah, I, me too, Jacob, me too. As uh, Hunter Hammonds checks into the game, and um, they went in reverse on this drive so far, losing 10 total yards. This is a third and 20, so you know what will be happening here, Jacob, is they line up with one receiver split out to each side. Deloach takes the snap. He's got plenty of time. He fires a bullet to the right side of the field to Zeke Deloach, who's pulled out of bounds, it looked like, by his face mask. But uh, officials are going to say it was his upper part of his jersey, which from here I couldn't really tell um, one way or another. Zeke wanted a flag, and that's fourth and eight. Yeah, it might have been his shoulder pads. Just close enough. To, I think he might have touched his face mask going towards the shoulder pads, but I think that was a clean hit. Yeah, I do too, and the officials were right there, so if there had been any um, doubt that that was a clean, uh, dragging him out of bounds there, they would have called it. But that will bring up fourth and eight, and this is kind of, you know, you're not really going to benefit on a punt, can't kick a field goal, so you might as well go for it. Deloach takes the snap. He drops back. He's scanning the field. He's looking. He fires to... And that'll be incomplete as he fired one to Cameron Hammonds, and he had the ball in his hands, and uh, he dropped it. Pass was a little high, but it had to be in order for the defender not to get it. But uh, So you see a, a four and out by the Wolves. Yeah, now it's time for the defense to step up and continue what they did off of that first drive. We're going to need a full 48 minutes out of the defense because this Randolph County 
team can score on you and they can score on you in a hurry. Absolutely, Jacob. And uh, we're about three minutes into this first quarter, and it's been a defensive struggle so far. No first down yet, so we're knotted up at zero as the Tigers will take over at their own 37. Wheels in the shotgun. He takes a snap. It's going to be a give up the middle. Dakota Ogle says, no, sir. And number 21, Austin Terrell, is thrown down for maybe a yard gain, and Dakota Ogle wasn't having that. Yeah, great job by Dakota to wrap up and not let go. We've had that problem all year where we'll get to the ball carry and let him through after first contact. Dakota said, no, sir, not today. Yeah, I know. You're right, Jacob. We've had a problem with that, especially uh, when defenders get out on the edge, and that's how Vincent tore us up just a few weeks ago. And um, so if we can contain these guys, then, then we got a chance at winning this ball game. So see what, see what they do here. Lined up. At the 38-yard line, in the shotgun, Wheels takes the snap, and it's going to be a screen pass to the right-hand side of the field. Might have got back to the line of scrimmage, um, and that was number 12 on the catch, Sandavion Hardnett, and uh, that was going nowhere. So, again, another third and long. This is about a third and seven or third and eight. Yeah, great job by the defense to find the football and make the play. Absolutely, Jacob. So, Wheels trots back onto the field, and uh, he's got the coach's orders. So we'll see what they do here. And as you said, the Wolves' defense needs to stand tall as we're a third of the way into this first quarter, and we're still scoreless. Randolph County facing a key third down here early in the game. Looks like there's some confusion on that side of the ball. Randolph County will take a timeout. We'll take one with them. Let's do the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. You need a local insurance agent, someone that lives in your community, someone that can be there at the drop of a hat, like a good neighbor. State Farm agent Albie Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm agent Albie Steers is there for you. State Farm agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga. Online at albiesteers.net. Please come by to enjoy some of the great deals at Coosa Valley Auto Sales in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama. Get up to $10,000 off 2017 and 2018 F-154x4s. Please enjoy the game and come by and see us at 35184 Highway 280 in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama from 10.30 in the morning until 5 o'clock p.m. Monday through Friday and 10.30 until 12.30 on Saturdays. Call us at 256-267-0296. This is the first quarter of Fayetteville High School football Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Uh, Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett for this call as the Tigers come out on a pivotal third and seven, and they came out five wide in the shotgun. Willis threw one downfield, and he just couldn't get anything going. That'll bring on the punt team here. Caldwell will send this one's a lot better than the first one. It'll land at the 25, and it'll take a good Tigers bounce all the way down to about the eight-yard line, and this is where the Wolves will take over deep in their own territory. Not a lot of room for mistakes here. Yeah, I don't think the Fayetteville return team was expecting that punt, given his recent kick history and 
you know, he, he didn't get a first down on the last punt. But I tell you, we go back to that last defensive play for the Wolves. Dakota Ogle was in the backfield, and if he keeps doing that all night, Willis is going to have a long night. Yeah, absolutely, Jacob. And so we'll see uh, if John Limbaugh opens things up deep in his own territory, if he plays it safe. And, you know, with this being a defensive struggle so far, not one first down gained yet in this game, I would think he don't want to make – any errors down here deep in his own territory to give them an advantage as Deloach will come out under center split black formation again takes the snaps going to be a handoff up the middle to Evan Baker who will fight forward for about three yards yeah I saw the hole from the offensive line that was a, a decent sized hole for Baker to run through but this defense is so fast they're well coached I know they're having a down year, but they're still well coached, and they got to the football when they needed to. Absolutely, and as we were saying earlier, both teams uh, can still get into the playoffs, but they're going to need to win out and get a lot of help. And um, So we'll see if either one of them is able to do so. The Wolves coming back to the line of scrimmage. Deloach up under center again. Two receivers split out. Takes the snap. It's going to be a fake handoff. Pacey's going to roll around to the left side. He's got open field. He's to the 20. He's to the 30, to the 40, to the 50. He's got one man to beat, and he beats him to the 30, to the 20, to the 10. Oh, and he's oh, taken man. down at the seven-yard line. Wow, what a run. Yeah, great hustle by Zach Caldwell right there. If it wasn't for him, that would have been six for the Wolves. Hats off to Pacey for going around the edge. He found the edge, got around it, and, man, he was, it was tail light. Absolutely. That's got to be one of Fevel's longest plays from the line of scrimmage I've seen for a, in a long time. That was a 80 80- Four-yard rush by Pacey Deloach, the quarterback, on a fake handoff, and he rolled around to the left side, and they were not expecting that one. What a play as now they're in the Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union red zone for the first time this evening with 6.50 left to go in the first quarter. Deloach under center. He's going to take the snap. It's going to be a handoff to Evan Baker, I believe it was, who's going to fight his way to about the five-yard line. That's second and goal. Yeah, you was talking about there hadn't been a first down in this game by either team. What a way to get that first down. Now we need six. Absolutely. You don't want to put three on the board with this momentum you just gained. So we'll see Coach Limbaugh probably play it aggressively and try to get in. you got to think they got three more plays to get this, Jacob. As uh, one receiver split out to each side, we'll keep an eye on Zeke Deloach to the far left. Pacey's under center. He's going to take the snap, and it's going to be a fake handoff back to Atticus Jackson, who will walk into the end zone. That's a touchdown for the Wolves. Yeah, that's what we needed. We needed to get on the board first. Our defense is doing their job. The offense just did their job. I like our chances tonight, but like I said last week in our postgame show, we need to play a full 48-minute football game. We hadn't done that all year. Maybe tonight's Absolutely, night. Jacob. And those are the first points of the game brought to you by First Baptist Church. So we'll see what they do here. Deloach with the hold. Levi with the kick. It is good. And we'll take a quick break as the Wolves get ready to kick off the football when we come back. MSculpt is the first device to build muscle and sculpt your body. What is it? I'm Dr. Jared Spear at Childersburg Primary Care. Through high-intensity electromagnetic therapy procedure, you can enlarge current muscles as well as grow new muscle fibers. The MSculpt procedure is currently FDA cleared to treat your abs, buttocks, arms, calves, and thighs. Experience it for yourself. MSculpt only at Childersburg Primary Care. Online at ChildersburgClinic.com. 
This is the first quarter of Fayetteville High School football, brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Fayetteville Football Game of the Week on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. The Wolves just got on the board first as it's 7 to nothing with six minutes left to go in the first, and Levi boots one deep. That'll be fielded at the 12. Down to the 20. It's a flea flicker back, back to Caldwell. Not a flea flicker, but... Uh, quadrilateral back not a quadrilateral a lateral <laughs> back to him oh what i'm doing taking this back to math class jacob yeah geometry wasn't one of my strongest subjects so why would you do that in the middle of the field i could understand if you had somebody running behind you and toss it back to him but he's like standing beside him just like me and you that was not a smart decision right yeah i don't think that was a great decision luckily it didn't cost him we got him maybe three or four more yards as they'll take over at the 29 and we'll see what Wills in this offense can do as they, they come out in the wishbone set right here. Wills being under center. He takes the snap. It's going to be a handoff to the right side. And the Wolves are not having any part of that. Wrapped up and was taken down after about a five-yard gain. And uh, that was Austin Terrell on the carry. And that's one thing that we've seen really hurt this Wolves defense is running to the outside like that. Yeah, and that was Evan Baker on the stop, man. That was a bigger boy than him, but Evan put his arms around and didn't let go and let his buddies come and help him out. That he did. A good play by the John Limbaugh talked about gang tackling last week, and you saw that right there. You know, we haven't seen that in the past three games, and so we got to see that tonight if they want to win and keep themselves in playoff contention. And the wishbone said again, Wheels under center from the 35-yard line. He takes the snap, and it's going to be a toss to Caldwell, who there's a little bit of a hole, and he gets out almost to the first down marker. He might have had it, and there we're waiting for the call on the field, and they'll say he was short, third and one. Yeah, great job by the defense again. He got a few yards out of it, a minimal game, but, hey, we're gang tackling tonight. Oh, no, they call that a first down. So that's for Randolph County's first down, first, first down this evening. Uh, they'll start out here, line of scrimmage at 39-yard line. Yeah, it's too early for the defense to start tiring off. Take you a break between plays because you know Randolph County's going to huddle up every time. We can't let them get these first downs and get in the end zone. Absolutely. They come out in the wishbone again. Wells under center, 430 left to go in the first. And it's going to be a handoff to Terrell on the right side who runs over a guy and gets about five yards on the carry. Yeah, I think that was uh, Baker again. No, that was actually um, – I'm sorry, I don't have a number seven on our roster, but that was number seven for the Wolves, wrapped up, made the play. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if he would have got past that, that defender right there, that might have been six, Jacob. So uh, Wolves here want to get a stop. Maybe a third down stop before they get across midfield in order to keep them from tying this one up. Wishbone formation again. Wills is under center. Second and five from the 45. He takes the snap. It's going to be hand off to Terrell up the middle, who's got a big gaping hole, who gets 10 yards. He's still carrying guys for about six more yards down to the 38-yard line. So they've crossed midfield, and they are in Wolves territory. Yeah, great job by Dakota Ogle, though, to get off the block and go drop that shoulder and make the play before it got any worse. He was dragging about six or seven Wolves with him right Absolutely, there. and the Wolves need – the defense needs to step up and get a stop here because you can't give away your momentum that you just gained. You know, you're in a hostile environment, road game. 
Uh, extra motivation, like we said, because it's a homecoming game. So you want to keep momentum the whole game all the way through the Wolves. And so our formation this time. Wills takes the snap. It's going to be a toss in the backfield to Caldwell. Caldwell's going backwards. He's going to be taken down. Nope, they couldn't get him down. And what would have been ta- a loss of about four yards ends up about a gain of six. And um, that's just poor tackling by the Wolves' defense. Yeah, and there's those yards after contact we talked about. We cannot let it happen. Right there we let it happen. He got a big gain out of it. Yeah, that was uh, definitely could have been um, a loss in the backfield. Pretty substantial loss, but instead it's a gain of six and a half. Well, well they give him seven. Um, so I'll bring up second and three from the 31-yard line. We'll see what the Wolves do here on defense to try to stop the Tigers. Wheels under center. He's going to take the snap, and it's going to be a fullback dive up the middle, and the ball's on the ground, and Coda Ogle stripped it. The Wolves have the ball at the 30-yard line, and that's where they'll take over. And that was Peyton Kraft with the fumble recovery for the Wolves. There we go. The shutout stays intact. The Tigers were moving the ball, but stuff like that, that'll kill the offensive wheel the rest of the game. We need to create turnovers. We need to force the Tigers to make mistakes like that throughout the game, and that paid off for the Wolves. Absolutely, Jacob, and that was Markel Lee who caught the ball up there, and uh, so the Wolves looked like they was giving up some momentum, gained it right back as they start at the 30-yard line. Split backs again. Receiver set out to each side. Pacey's under center. He's going to take the snap, and it's going to be a give up the middle to his brother Zeke. There's no hole for him to go anywhere. He might have got a yard. Uh, there are two minutes left to go in this first quarter. And the score is 7 to nothing Wolves. And that scoreboard update is brought to you by State Farm Albia Steers. And I want to apologize on behalf of me and Blake. We, we don't have some correct numbers for the Wolves. Limbaugh kind of did some jersey swapping at the beginning of the season. And we just don't have an updated roster. That we don't. That we don't. But we'll do the best we can with the players' numbers we have. Same formation. Deloach sends a guy in motion. He takes a snap. It's a fake handoff. He's in trouble. He's running around. Terrell's got pressure on him. Flicks it to Zeke, who jukes a man out. And he got about eight yards out of that on a play that looked like it was broken. Pacey just pitches it to Zeke right there. And uh, he picks up eight yards. And that will bring, bring up about a... Third and one. Nope, they'll call it a first down, so they'll move the chains for another Wolves first down. I don't know if you noticed this or not, Blake, but Pacey was kind of fighting with his towel, which kind of broke that play up a little bit. Oh, I didn't realize he was fighting with his towel there, Jacob, yeah. but yeah, that'll that'll do it every time. He needs to put it around on his back. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, same formation as before. Pacey's under center. He takes a snap, and it's going to be a fake, and then it's going to be a give to Baker, who explodes around the left-hand side of the field, and he picks up 15 yards, and I didn't know he was that fast, Jacob. Me neither. He found some He found some jets somewhere between Pell City and uh, Randolph County High School. So, <laughs> hey, I'll take it. Our running game is getting there on the edge. We need to take the middle out of the equation tonight and start finding the edge. They, they've proved to us they can't stop us on the edge. Absolutely. I guess he... Uh, he remembered it was race weekend this weekend, so he needed to be a little bit faster this evening. And the Wolves are now across the 50-yard line once again. And line of scrimmage at the 46. Pacey takes the snap, and it's going to be a fake, and then a give to Zeke. Zeke's going to pop around, juke a couple guys out, and he gets out to about the 42-yard line, so that'll bring up second and six. 
Yeah, great job by the Wolves. We're killing clock. We're moving the football. We're doing everything right so far tonight. Yeah. Great job by the Wolves so far, you know, especially setting the tone early. When you're on the road like this, I mean, these crowds are full. The fence on both sides is full. Um, the crowd is definitely working against you, so you want to gain momentum early. The Loach under center, split back once again, takes a snap. It's a handoff to Hunter Hammonds, who coughed the ball up. Uh, I don't know who got it on that, but he just flat out dropped the ball. I don't even think anybody got a hand on that one, Jacob. Uh, and that was Caldwell on the on the fumble recovery. I think he got hit, but he got hit low, but that, that momentum carried the football, and it carried it out of his hands. And Caldwell was aware of where the football was, and he got on top of it. That's unfortunate for the Wolves, but now it's time for that defense to step back up. Absolutely, and you know, the uh, Tigers coach is going to be all over Lee for coughing the ball up, and John Limbaugh is going to be all over Hunter Hammonds for coughing the ball up. You can't do that. You can't give the defense freebies. And uh, that's going to be a timeout by the Randolph County Tigers with 30 seconds left to go in the first quarter. We'll take one with them. We'll be back here shortly. Grace Cafe. The August Cup of the Month is Morning Rush. It's chocolate chip cookie dough espresso with chocolate chip cookie dough bites. But if that isn't your cup, they have 25 other flavors and a variety of sugar-free flavors as well. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. Taste it and love it. This is Glenn Sisk, CEO of Coosa Valley Medical Center. Deciding whether or not to get the COVID-19 vaccine? Well, consider the effects of the infection, many of which can be long-term, including possible death, versus potential short-term effects of the vaccine. We need your help to get things back to normal because we're all in this together. Learn more at alabamapublichealth.gov slash COVID-19 vaccine or check with your local pharmacist or Coosa Valley Medical Center where free vaccines are available in the main lobby on Wednesday mornings. is the first quarter of Fayetteville High School football. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Fayetteville Football Game of the Week on the Fayetteville Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Back from a break, Wolves up 7 to nothing. 25 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Um, and Wolves were driving. They coughed up the ball. And right out of the break, we had an incompletion by Wills deep downfield to Caldwell. Just overthrew him. Uh, would have been a big gain, but that will bring up second and ten. Hey, I want to give a quick shout-out to the one, David McCurley. He's listening in on us tonight. David, we appreciate you listening. Absolutely, and we appreciate you letting us borrow your station. <laughs> Wills takes the snap, but it's going to be a toss this time out of the backfield. And that might have got two yards. And that was Sedavion Hardnett. And, you know, Jacob, the good thing about running a jet sweep toss is if you cough the ball up there, drop the ball, it's technically an incompletion. Yeah, and I think they know that. Everybody in the stadium knows that. So I think that you're going to see a lot of that jet sweep out of the Tigers tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And so that will bring us to the end of the first quarter. Wolves up 7 to nothing. That's your score brought to you by State Farm Albia Steers. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back shortly. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. 
OMIA is proud to have been a part of Silicaucus since 1992 and is delighted to be a contributor to the continued growth of Marble City. OMIA strives for the very same excellence at their workplace as student athletes do in the classroom and on the field and court. OMIA says good luck to all Silicaucus Aggie athletes. To learn more about the innovations at OMIA, visit OMIA.com. That's O-M-Y-A.com. OMIA, supplying superior products throughout the southeastern and southwestern United States. the second quarter of Fayetteville High School football. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Fayetteville Football Game of the Week on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Second quarter action just ahead of us as the Wolves are up 7-0 on this road game on a special edition of Wolves football for Thursday Night Lights instead of Friday this week. Yeah, that's right. Don't turn your radio dial. This is not the Tiger Sports Network tonight. It's the Wolves Sports Network. David McCurley and Robert Sprayberry will be in Beulah tomorrow night right here on Kicks 100.3. Absolutely. Tune into that, guys, as Will takes the snap. He fires one across the middle. That's a miscommunication. One hops on the ground. I think he was looking for Blaine Barber, but there was a miscommunication on which route. He should have been running, so that'll bring up fourth and nine for the Randolph County Tigers. They hadn't been able to do much on offense through three possessions. They did have a drive going before they coughed up the ball, so it looked like they would have got seven out of that one, but could have, would have, should have. Now they're bringing on the punt team, Caldwell, out here to try to boot them deep. The first punt wasn't that great, but the last one was a different story. Yeah, I think he surprised our return team with that last punt. Yeah, he did. You know, Zeke took a few steps back. Clean snap. It's blocked! It's blocked down! And it's recovered by the Tigers at about the 15-yard line. And that was number 51, Austin Jones, on the block. And so the Wolves will take over inside the 20. And this is a Coosa Pines red zone visit. Here we are in the red zone again. We got seven in the last trip. We need seven this trip to break the game open. You know, go up two scores. Two scores in this game tonight is going to be very important trying to get to the playoffs. Exactly. Getting getting a lead early in the game. A tough road environment. You know, these guys got school tomorrow, so, you know, they're kind of dreading that ride back. But, uh, wow, they're playing with a lot of get up this evening, and it's different than we've seen in the last three weeks. Pacey under center. It's going to be a give to Hunter Hammonds. He busts it to the outside, and he's grabbed, but he ain't taken down on first contact. And uh, he'll be taken down at about the nine-yard line by number 78, Christian Lippum. Yeah, great job by Hammonds right there not to go down after first contact. Keep those feet moving. That's what you need to do as a running back. After first contact, keep your feet moving and see if you can get just a couple more yards and every yard in the red zone is important getting closer to the end zone. So good job by Hunter. Absolutely, Jacob. I thought for sure he was down on that one, but he said no, sir. And so they're down at about the eight-yard line. Deloach takes a snap. It's going to be a fake to Baker, and he's going to give it to Hunter Hammonds up the middle, who he almost lost the ball again back to the line of scrimmage, and they weren't fooling the Tigers on that one, Jacob. Yeah, right here I look for kind of like a little, maybe a bubble screen, maybe a little slant route. Throw a tight, I don't, we don't have a tight end in Fayetteville this year, you know, with Jacob Vice graduating this year. Still, put somebody up there. Find a lineman sitting on the sidelines that can catch a football. Put him in a tight end position. This is where you need a tight end. Yeah, somewhere like this is when you need a big guy, which you're talking about who's tall, big, can catch the ball. 
And unfortunately, the Wolves don't have that. They got a lot of speed at the perimeter, but they don't have a big guy. Under center, Pacey takes the snap, and it's going to be a handoff to Hunter Hammonds. There's a flag on the field, and I believe that'll be holding as he gets down to the five-yard line. We'll, we'll await and see what the call is. You know, there's no such thing as a good penalty, but going five yards back, that kind of opens another page on the playbook. You're a little further out, so you can spread out the defense a little bit more. So That's right. Not, not a bad penalty, in my opinion. I think the offense was lined up off sides. He signaled off sides, but he sat on offense, so the offense must have been lined up over the ball. Uh, you don't see that call a lot, but um, that was the call here. And, well, they're going back a little further, Jacob. Was that a holding? Did he meant to say holding? Might have been a block below the waist. Oh, uh, that's what it was. That's what it was. You're right. He just uh, might not can get that low. <laughs> Hey, real quick, one more thing. Don't forget McCurley in the morning tomorrow at 6 o'clock. I hear he has a special guest coming on tomorrow. I wonder who that NASCAR guy is. Uh, probably his name is Jacob Bassett. I'm looking forward to it. It was. It's going to be a great weekend this weekend at Talladega. Absolutely. DeLoach under center from the 25-yard line. Third down and goal. He takes a snap. He drops back. He's looking. He's running. He's got plenty of time. He's going to fire one. It's caught at the 10-yard line. And he's Five. in. He's in. Touchdown. Touchdown, Wolves. And Jacob, if I'm being honest with you, it looks like he was down at the one-yard line. We always talk about my vocabulary word for the week. Well, this week is not resilient. I got a different word this week, adversity. This Wolves team has overcame adversity with a penalty that knocked them back to the 30-yard line for the 25. Here we go. We got six at the very next play. Jacob, why wasn't you an elementary English teacher? That's the snaps good, holds good, kick is good. So with nine minutes and 50 seconds left to go before the half, the Wolves are up 14 to nothing. And we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back shortly listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Are you looking for extra money? Coosa Valley Recycling pays top dollar for aluminum, copper, brass, steel, old appliances, and even old cars. Coosa Valley Recycling is located a few miles southeast of Sylacauga on Highway 280. They're open Monday through Friday. Call for hours and rates at 256-245-4300. Coosa Valley Recycling, where the customer gets paid. the second quarter of Fayetteville High School football. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. And uh, so the Wolves are getting ready to kick it off here as they got a 14 to nothing early lead against the hometown Randolph County Tigers. And Levi's getting his guys ready as they're looking to boot one deep. And he, this is going to be a little squib kick that will be taken by the Tigers at the 35. A few blocks gets them up to about the 40. And um, the return team almost let that one roll. And the Wolves were about five yards away from him when he finally caught it, took it off the ground and ran with it. I know it's a rare occasion to see the return team not get a football on the onside kick, but it gives your you know, your gunner's on the kickoff team. Time to get to the football, and he got a minimal gain right there. Absolutely. 
Yep, that's better than nothing. Five yards puts you five yards closer to the end zone as Randolph County takes over from their own 40-yard line, and they'll come out in a shotgun, three receivers to the near side, one to the far. Wheels is in the backfield. He's going to take the snap and drop back to pass. He rolls to his right. He steps into the throw, hits Caldwell at the 45, to the 40, to the 35, to the 30, and he's finally taken out of bounds. Uh, it looks like about the 24-yard line, and that was number 25, Evan Baker, who held on to take him down. Scratch that. That was number 35, who we don't have a number for. I believe that was Willis's first pass completion of the game. Yes, it was, and he'll take it uh, for that big of a game. Got a quick score update from Legion Stadium over Horseshoe Bend. The BB Combers lead 20 to 7. Well, you know, last year, Horseshoe Bend, who the Wolves actually beat, came in there. Comer thought they had the game one, and they were in a dogfight right to the very end uh, against the Horseshoe Bend Rebels. But it looks like they're taking care of business handily so far. Wheels in the shotgun. He takes the snaps, fake handoff, rolls to his left this time. Dakota Ogle throws him to the ground. He throws the ball, and it's incomplete. He was looking for number nine, Markel Lee. And Wheels took an absolute shot, but it was a clean play. But, wow, he took a lick right there. It's like I told you earlier, Blake. Willis is in for a long night. As long as Dakota Ogle can penetrate that line and get back there to Wheels, I feel sorry for Wheels in the morning. He's going to be feeling it. Oh, yeah, that one looked like a hard hit. And that is uh, one of the reasons I'm glad I didn't play football. I wouldn't have wanted to felt that one the next morning. <laughs> but, uh They'll bring it out here. A second and 10 from the 25. Wheels in the shotgun. Two receivers split out. He takes the snap. It's going to be a handoff up the middle to Lee, who carrying a couple Wolves defenders. He just won't go down. Finally taken down at about 15, and he's about a half yard short of the first down, and that was Lee on the carry. Yeah, he kept those feet moving in contact, but there is a flag on the play. See what that who that's on. This is a big one. Oh. Face mask on the defense. That'll put them half the distance to the goal. So that'll take them all the way down to the eight-yard line. Yeah, and that's those Excuse mistakes. Excuse me, to the 11-yard line. And that's those mistakes we cannot afford to make, especially on this side of the field. That you can't, Jacob. So just under three minutes into this second quarter, Wolves up 14, but the Tigers are driving here. First and 10 from the 11-yard line. Wills brings his team out in the wishbone set. Three backs behind him. He takes the snap. It's going to be a handoff to Terrell around the right side. Woo! Levi Phillips just got thrown down by one hand by Austin Terrell. Wow. Levi went to make the tackle. Austin Terrell stuck out his hand and knocked it, hit his face mask, knocked him on the ground. Clean play, but... Man, Levi took a lick right there. He's like, I might want to stick to kicking after that one. Well, Austin Terrell is probably about the size of two, Levi. So, yeah, I feel bad for Levi right there. I mean, there's nothing he could do right there. Absolutely. He's like a uh, – his size is like Dakota Ogle except on steroids, but not actually on steroids. That's figuratively speaking. He's not actually on steroids. <laughs> so, um, he'll come out in the wishbone here to go for two, 14 to 6. And take the snap. It's going to be a handoff to Terrell around the right side again. And he got in. So that'll put your new score 14 to 8. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. 
When choosing a real estate agent, you want someone you can trust. Whether you're looking for your forever home, looking for an investment property, or that great lake house to retire to, Area Real Estate is the group you want on your side. Their experience in the industry and being a member of the National Association of Realtors guarantees that you'll get the best deal on your next property. They serve all of this area, including Lake Martin. Check their website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. the second quarter of Fayetteville High School football. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Uh, Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett for this call. Wolves up 14 to nothing. And uh, they kind of silenced the crowd a little bit, but with that scoring drive by the Randolph County Tigers making this a 14-8 ball game, the crowd is right back in it. I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you a quick history lesson real quick. Those 14 points that Fayetteville has on the scoreboard, that's the first two touchdowns Fayetteville's ever scored on Randolph County. Wow, so this is the first matchup, so we'll see who will be 1-0 in the series. This is the second matchup, but this is the first points. They blanked us last year. Oh, yeah, that they did. This is a high one that's kind of trying to be an onside kick, and the Wolves will take it at the 35. They just kind of stood around nonchalantly on that one, and it's finally fielded about the 35, and they took a lick, but luckily they were able to hold on to the ball. Yeah, he had to have fielded that ball. It's not like a punt where you can just throw your hand up and let it fall where it lands. I mean, by the time he caught the ball, there was five or six blue jerseys around him. So I'm, we're very fortunate he made that kick. Yeah, very fortunate they didn't give that one up, Jacob. And that'll put them at the 39-yard line. I'll say forward progress. At, excuse me, at the 34-yard line. So Wolves will come out. We'll see what they do here. And you haven't seen a lot of hookups from Pacey to Zeke, but I feel like that's going to change as we get further along in this game. Pacey's under center. He takes a snap, and it's going to be a handoff to Hunter Hammonds up the middle who got about a yard and a half. And, Jacob, you got to question the positioning for these guys. you got Evan Baker, who's taking all his snaps this year in the backfield, versus Zeke taking all his snaps at the receiver position, and they've swapped those guys. And I'm not the coach, but I personally feel like they're better suited, Baker in the backfield and Deloach at receiver. Well, we know Limbaugh's trying things, but now's not the time to do that. Go with what, what you know. Absolutely. Split back formation. Deloach takes snap. It's a screen to Baker, who got about two yards. And, and see, if you throw that screen to Zeke, he turns a two-yard pickup into about a seven- or eight-yard pickup. I, you just really got to question the play calling here uh, for the Wolves. But I'll bring up third and seven. Um, from about the 37-yard line. So we'll see if they can convert this one. This is a big third down right here, Jacob. And so we're just over four minutes into this second quarter. The Wolves are going to convert this one. I wouldn't be surprised to see a timeout spent right here by John Limbaugh. Yeah, this is a, a third down we have to make. Call a timeout, talk it over, but I don't think he's going to unless they let the play clock run down. Absolutely. They line up, play clock's at three. Two, one, Zeke gets the snap off, drops back. There's a flag on the field. Not sure what this is going to be as Pacey runs away. He fires one deep, and 
Evan Baker dropped it at the 17-yard line right through his hands, and looks like this one's probably going to be coming back, but Zeke DeLoach would have probably caught that pass, Jacob. Yeah, with the way the white hat official was calling, this looks like it's going to be an illegal shift on the Wolves. That's what it is, back him up five yards. But we get to keep the down. Well, that's good, and I guess if uh, you're going to drop one, if you're Baker, you want to drop that one. Yeah, it's always good to make a mistake on the free play. Absolutely. Unless it's the turnover. And like I said, I don't want to keep talking about it, but you just got to question the position swap of Pacey DeLoach and Evan Baker. I I don't know what sparked that, but and it looks like they'll, the Randolph County Tigers will decline the penalty, and that'll bring up fourth and seven, and Levi Phillips will come out to try to boot them deep. Yeah, there for a minute, Randolph County looked like they were all going for it, but now they're going to drop two back to return it. Yeah, and uh, that can be confusing if you're the defender uh, on the return, the kicking team. That can really uh, throw confusion at you. As clean snap, Levi steps into this one, and he boots a beautiful punt. That'll be caught at the 30-yard line and be returned back up to about the 36. And there's a flag on the field, and I don't know who this one's going to be on. Surely not the Wolves. I think it's going to be on the Tigers, maybe a block in the back. Uh, So we'll see. We'll we'll wait the call. Taking a little time on the field. Yep, that is going to be on the Tigers, and that is a block in the back. So that'll back them up from about the 35. All the way down to about the 25. Well, no, they're, they're saying from the spot of the foul, so that'll take them from the 27-yard line. And he'll stop walking at about the 17-yard line. So uh, deep in your own territory to start this drive. Yeah, this is where the defense needs to step up. They stepped up most of the game. Yeah, they, they broke a little bit, giving them eight. But right now is where you, you can bend but not break. If they get past the 50, you're going to have to really start clamping down. But Absolutely. Force a turnover right here. And they're coming out in the spread set. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Wills takes the snap, and he rolls to his left. And, oh, he falls to the ground in the backfield. And Dakota Ogle was about half a centimeter from grabbing face mask there. And they're lucky that the officials didn't throw one there. I tell you what, watching that play, Wills looked like he was—he knew what was coming. So he said, "You know what? I'm just going to lay down. There's nothing, nothing I can do. I can't gain another yard. I got this big boy. He's been on me all night. I'm just going to lay down." Yeah, and that's a loss of about eight yards on that one. That'll bring him up second and about 18 there, Jacob. So I wonder what they'll dial up here. I like what our defense is doing, and we're forcing them into mistakes. And this is what you need out of the defense right now. That's exactly what you need out of the defense. And the snap goes into the end zone, and it's fielded by Lee. It goes back. That's going to be two points for the Wolves. You can mark that out as 16. And there's a flag on the field, and I don't know what that's for, but that snap, it didn't even look like they were expecting it. So we'll await this call. I didn't see anything the Wolves did that was illegal unless they had 12 men on the field. Well, here comes the call from the official. An illegal shift on the Tigers. And that'll be declined, and that will be a safety. So that'll put two points on the board for the Wolves. And that's what you meant, Jacob, about the Wolves' defense standing tall. You get the sack, but you really didn't do anything on that play, but I guess you scared them enough into a bad snap. And that also puts you up by a touchdown and a two-point conversion. 
like most people we play next week at Comer, they have Noah Wimmer now, who, who some say is the best kicker in the county. I highly doubt that. I think Levi Phillips is. And that's coming from a Comer grad. It's just, I mean, he's a pure kicker. But we're going to see two-point conversions from the Tigers all night, so that kind of yeah. gives us a leg up in that department. All respect for Coach Foss and the Tigers, but I'm going to have to say I disagree with them on that one. They've got a lot of the best in the region. And not to take away from Noah Wimmer. I've seen him yeah, on TV. Yeah, Noah Wimmer plays kick. great. He, he, I don't think he's missed an extra point yet, yeah. but I just think as far as punting goes, Levi Phillips is yeah. probably the best in the county no matter what team. Hey, we'll see next week as uh, with the way that B.B. Comer's offense is playing or defense is playing. We might see Levi punt a lot, so we'll see who's the best punter next week. Yeah, we're going to have our hands full next next week. Yep. Kamora Harris is healthy this week. That's a dangerous thing. He was off last week. Yep. Look at what the Tigers did against Winterboro. That's right, and you know, Jacob, too, I th- really think we're going to see a defensive struggle there. I think both teams will be punting the ball a lot, so since they both got good, good punters and good kickers, it should be a pretty even matchup. So we'll see what they do here as uh, they're getting ready to. And remember, on a safety kick from the 20, so it's going to be a kick that's going to be fielded at the 45-yard line by Evan Baker. He fakes the toss to Hunter Hammonds and powers his way through, and he gets to the 49-yard line. And I almost said he got to the 51. <laughs> and then I remember there's not a 51. Well, we're, we're on the on the Tigers' 49-yard line. That's, that's where we're going to set up shop. And it's uh, the kicker's choice on a safety, whether he punts it or kicks off, and he chose to kick off right there. Yeah, probably a good choice, and it could have been much worse field positioning-wise on the the Tigers there as we got a uh, Albia Steers scoreboard update. Wolves 16, Randolph County 8, halfway through the second quarter, and the Wolves will line up at the 49-yard line. One receiver split out to each side, two in the backfield. It's a fake handoff. It's a speed option, and he flips it to Zeke. Zeke jukes a man out, and he probably got three yards on the carry. No, scratch that, two yards. Oh, I'll bring up second and eight, and you just got a question. Why are you swapping Evan Baker and Zeke Loach? I don't know, but I will say this. That was a great job by Pacey to hold on to the football, to draw the defense to him, and kick it out to uh, Zeke to make make the safeties in the corners come up and make that play. Absolutely. That'll bring up second and eight. And they're at the 47-yard line here of the Tigers. And you got to think you want to put points on the board here to silence the crowd a little bit. Pacey's under center. One receiver split out each side, two in the backfield. Takes a snap, and it's going to be a fake. He's going to roll to his right. He doesn't have any receivers. Steps back. He's got a man wide open. He caught it. He caught the ball. I don't know who that was on the catch because we don't have a nerdy number 35, but there's a yellow handkerchief on the field. Uh, Is that Atticus Jacks making making that catch? Well, is that who we have as number 35, Jacob? Well, I have him as number 34, but, you know, a lot of them on the away jerseys had to move the next uh, number up, and it looks like it's going to be holding on the Wolves after that. Oh, man, I hate to see that call, but I think the officials got it right because – he did have a pretty good bit of time as he was running, and that'll back him up 10 yards, make it second and 18, and that'll negate a great catch by number 35, Atticus Jacks. And I believe you're right, that is Atticus Jacks, because I don't see a number 34 out there this evening. Actually, I do. There's number 34 right over there. Well, hold the phone on that penalty. That was actually an ineligible receiver downfield, so it's only a five-yard penalty. Oh, well, that's good. That's, that's always a plus. So 
Um, if we're being completely honest, we don't know who number 35 is at the moment. So, But that was a great catch nonetheless. Two receivers split out. Pacey in the gun. He takes the snap. He steps up. A fades a defender, and number 35 is wide open. He's got a 20-yard gain, a 25-yard gain. He, he finally goes down at the 22. Jacob, there wasn't a receiver from here to the Jacks over in Wedowie to catch him. Yeah, that was a great play right there by that number 35. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll go on a mission at halftime. If you'll start the halftime show, I'll find out who that number 35 is because he's having a ball game tonight. That he is. Wolves now have a red zone appearance for the first time, third time this evening, excuse me, uh, with five minutes left to go before the half. So they're seeing if they can get some points on the board again. Pacey steps back. He's going to run forward. It's a delayed give. He's got seven or eight yards. Jukes a few minutes out. Spins the guy out, but he lost the football. He lost the ball, and the ball's still on the ground, and it finally went out of bounds. The ball finally went out of bounds, fortunately, for the Wolves. And whew, The Wolves were lucky on that one as Sandavian Hardnett was all over that ball but couldn't quite secure it. Yeah, we dodged a major one right there. Man. I, I was so nervous as Pacey was carrying that ball. You kept seeing him in one hand grab it and finally caught up with him. And it looks like the Wolves will take a timeout. Well, I reckon we'll take one with them. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosmeyer Federal Credit you to visit First Baptist Church of Sylacauga. First Baptist provides sound doctrine and worship with many opportunities for spiritual growth and meeting new friends. Currently, Sunday morning worship is in person beginning at 11. First Baptist is located at the intersection of Fort Williams and Broadway Avenue, right across from the post office. But you may also view our Sunday services live streamed at theupliftingword.com. Ever wonder why your friends are all members of Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union? It's the low auto loan rates, great checking accounts, and digital services with no fees. But most of all, it's the people helping people philosophy of caring for its members and communities. That's why Coosa Pines was voted best credit union, best auto loan, and best financial planning in the Coosa Valley for 2021. And why we say Coosa Pines is where you belong. Find Coosa Pines FCU on Facebook. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. the second quarter of Fayetteville High School football. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Uh, just coming out of the timeout, the Wolves are take the snap and the shotgun and Pacey DeLoach gives it to Evan Baker on the handoff and he busts through a gaping hole up the middle for about 12 yards setting him up with a first down and goal from the 10 yard line so you know you that's a long goal to go there not an opportunity for a first down it doesn't appear from this spot so we'll see if they can get it to the end zone here, Jacob. Hey, I went on that mission during the timeout. Number 35 is Cadence Barrett. That makes sense. Takes a snap. Pacey on the fake handoff. Runs up the middle. Has nothing going. Get back to the line of the scrimmage. And uh, the score is 16-8 to eight right now. Wolves looking to add to that. That's a State Farm Albia Steers scoreboard update. So 
you're on the road, hostile environment, homecoming game on a Thursday night, and you're up 16 to 8, getting close to halftime. I'd say this is uh, pretty good so far. Yeah, this is where you need to put Zeke out out wide, throw him a screen pass, make him let him do his thing and get six on the board. Absolutely. Pacey hands it off to Evan Baker, who's fighting his way forward. Uh, and he's down at the one-yard line. Jacob, that would bring up third and goal from the one-yard line. So you got to think you've got two plays to get this. This is where you need your offensive line to make, make a play. Absolutely. A two-score lead going into the half would be huge here. 3.30 left to go before the half. Wolves up 16-8 to eight with a third and goal from the one-yard line. Pacey's under center. Takes a snap. He's going to walk into the end zone. That's six for the Wolves. And the referee's got a late signal in, but that is a touchdown for the Fayetteville Wolves. And uh, the Wolves, like we said before the game, looking to right the ship. Make it three and three on the year. And they have not looked this good since week two against Horseshoe Bend when we were in New Psych. Yeah, and this is where I'm telling you, we need to find success, sustain that success for 48 minutes outside of a major penalty and a fumble. We look like a completely different football team than the one we took to Pell City last week. Absolutely. Snaps good, holds good, kick is good. And that puts this score at 23-8. to Tigers are getting the ball, seeing if, if they can maybe eat into this deficit before the half, Jacob. Yeah, that's what we need. We're extending that lead before the half. That takes pressure off your backs coming out after the break. But this is where you don't want to let up. You hear the song on the speaker, I won't back down. We do not need to back down for the last 27 minutes of this football game. Absolutely. You want to keep your foot on their neck for the whole game, uh, especially right now. Not literally, figuratively, of course, because we don't want any kind of personal foul, unnecessary roughness, unsportsmanlike. Uh, conduct between the teams, but figuratively speaking, you definitely want to want to keep the game going and and you know absolutely don't let up right here. Yeah, and this is race weekend at Talladega. When a driver lets up, it's not a good thing. So the Wolves need to take that. Keep the like you said, keep the foot on the gas. Keep going forward with what they're doing. Like I said, this is a different football team than we saw against Vincent, against Lynette for a three quarters and against Victor Christian last week. That it is, Jacob. I'm in full agreement with you there, brother. And Levi's making sure his guy's on both sides ready. He steps up, and this one's going to be an onside kick down to the 40-yard line. And the Wolves, are they going to get on it? And the Wolves say they have the ball, waiting on a signal from the officials. The officials will say... I think they're going to say it's Randolph County's football, and John Limbaugh's arguing his case. I don't think he's going to win on this one, and, and I couldn't tell from here all the way on the other side, but it did appear that ball went out of bounds before the Wolves got on it. Yeah, we can't really see the boundary line from where we're standing. We are high at the highest point in the field, but we still can't see the line across the field. Absolutely. If it would have happened right here, we could have told you without a shadow of a doubt, but all the way over there, I'm not going to make a guess at it, and I think the officials got that one right, Jacob. Yeah, and that's the beauty of high school football. No no review. It's like base, like high school baseball, you know, because they have review in the big leagues now. I don't like the review. I'm not a fan of it. Bad calls are what makes the sport. Yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. Wheels takes the snap. It's going to be a handoff to Lee around the left side. He's going nowhere. Evan Baker and Levi Phillips on the stop. And that's going to be a loss of about three. But back to what you were saying about the, 
the review, bad calls are what makes the sport. And I, I had to disagree with you there, man. I, you want to get the call right every time, in my personal opinion. Well, well, and let me rephrase that. As long as the like, I'm for the review. As long as it goes for the team that I'm pulling for. No, nah, man. I had to disagree again with you there again, man. I, I don't, you know, even if I'm rooting for say Auburn playing somebody, and and I see a bad call against the other team. I'm not a fan of it because I want to see the right calls made. So who's the actual winner, you know, without uh, bad calls or calls going their way? Wills takes a snap, rolls to his left. He's going to try to fire one that's going to one-hop as he was trying to hook up with number 14, Blaine Barber there, and that'll bring up third and 12. Well, Blakey, go back to the Penn State game. Zacoby McLean got called for targeting. There was no way that was targeting. He lived with his shoulders, but they still caught it. That's the only thing about the review I have issues with. I agree with that, Jacob. I do agree with that. And uh, so right here, this is a huge third down if you're the Tigers. You know, you really want to keep the ball before the half because if you give it to the Wolves again, there's a possibility they might put points on the board, and you definitely don't want a three-score deficit going into the half. So Wheels in the shotgun, three receivers to the left, one to the right. He steps back, and he's pressured. And it's going to be a screen to Caldwell, who will have the first down. It was a screen all the way. He'll be taking out the 50. So if you're the Tigers, you're breathing a sigh of relief out of that one as that picks up a first down. And uh, somebody I noticed missing on the sidelines right now is Austin Terrell. He had a good game going for him so far, so wherever he's at right now, I hope he's doing all right, and maybe whatever's wrong with him can heal fast. Absolutely. Key player for those guys, and he's a big dude and can run the ball, man. And so hopefully he can get back um, into the game. Want to see everybody healthy. Wills takes the snap. He's going to drop back to pass again. He's got plenty of time this time as he steps up into the pocket, and he's taken down after about uh, extra effort gets him about seven yards on the carry before he's finally taken down. That'll bring us down to two minutes before the half. Yeah, and this is uh, where Randolph County using both of their timeouts that they've taken so far in the first quarter. This might come back to hurt them should the defense start clamping down and making plays. That it may, Jacob. And it looks like, oh, there's a legal formation there on the Tigers. So that'll back them up five yards back to their own 45-yard line. And uh, absolutely, Jacob is... The uh, State Farm Albia Steer scoreboard update. We got 23 to 8 right now. Wolves re- leading the Randolph County High School Tigers. And so we'll see if they can get something going. 150 to go and ticking. Facing a first and 15 at their own 45. And Jake, do we have an update from the Comer game? I haven't got one lately. I will try my best to get, get a score. All right, Wills drops back in the backfield. Dakota Ogle runs over defender. Oh, oh man. He just laid a lick on wheels. That's an incomplete pass, and wow, he took a lick in the backfield. Good grief. It was a clean hit by number 54, Dakota Ogle, but nonetheless, it was a hard hit, too. And Randolph County is going to use the last of their timeouts. Yeah, they're going to use their last timeout. We'll take one with them. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back here shortly. 
Movies on Noble has something for everyone. Private parties, live music, and entertainment. The perfect date night. The best appetizers and wonderful entrees. Don't forget to check the Harvey's on Noble social media pages to stay up to date on weekly specials. Harvey's on Noble in Silicaga. Open Wednesday through Saturday. Harvey's on Noble. Voted best atmosphere and best entertainment venue in the Coosa Valley. the second quarter of Fayetteville High School football. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Tigers take their last time out for the half. A minute and a half left to go before the half. Uh, Wolves up 23-8. They're facing second and 15 from their own 45. And so takes a snap. Wheels is going to drop back. He's got no time. He fires one at the ground against Caldwell. And Dakota Ogle lays out Wheels once again. And, wow, he, he's a tough guy, Jacob. i tell you what, Dakota Ogle came to play. But hats off to Avion Willis for taking these hits and getting back up and going to the next play. I mean, he looks unfazed by it. I'm going to tell you, he can take a, um, a hit like that <laughs> and just get right back up and going. I've got a score update for the Comer Tigers brought to me by my lovely wife who is at that game right now. And the Comer Tigers are up 27-7 to at the moment. And um, so it looks like they might run away with that one right now. Now I see flat or not flash, but whistles out on the field. And looks like the Wolves have taken a timeout. So we'll take another break. Let's do the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Swin the Printers serves all your printing needs. As a full-service printer, Swin can do everything you need to complete your project. If you can dream it, Swin can print it. Swin is dedicated to providing high-quality printing and excellent customer service to businesses and individuals alike throughout the Coosa Valley and beyond. Call Gary, Janice, or Clay today at 256-245-3236 or visit Swin online at swinprint.com. You know the feeling. It sets in when you get to work and you realize misery. Mm-hmm. I still have hours of this ahead of me. I no longer have that. Make your day better with Colin Cowher. Weekdays at noon on Fox Sports Central Alabama on 98.3 FM. the second quarter of Fayetteville High School football. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Goose Pines Federal Credit Union. And uh, that third down and 15 play resulted in an incomplete pass. Willis over the middle of the field on a corner out. Um, he threw incompletion and he was looking for number 14 Blaine Barber. And um, that was an incomplete pass. There was a flag, however, and we'll wait the call here. Penalties declined. I think it was holding. Legal shift, penalties declined, and that'll bring up fourth and 15, and we'll get the ball back with a minute 27 to go and with one timeout left. And Jacob, I thought that on a play like that, on a legal shift, false start and all that, well, I don't know a false start, you can't decline, but I thought that those were automatically blown dead. But I could be wrong there. Caldwell gets the snap. Oh, man, that kick is blocked at the line of scrimmage. 
and Markel Lee picks it up. And the Wolves will take over at the 40-yard line. So, um, wow. Second block punt of the evening, and we're just in the first half, Jacob. Did it hit a Fayetteville player? It did. That it did. So is it still Tigers? No, they're going to give it to Fayetteville. I was going to say, even it, because they recovered the ball, um, it was if it if it's blocked and then they pick it up behind or after the first down. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say right now. All I know is Wolves football. So, uh, so uh, hey, now see that, what they do here. Now that he's listening, what's up, David McCurley? Thank you for listening in. I, I was looking forward to McCurley in the morning tomorrow. I hear you have a special guest. Uh, and uh, good luck to y'all, you and Robert, tomorrow night in Beulah. I know it's going to be a long trip, but maybe Johnny Johnson and the Tigers can get it done tomorrow night. Absolutely. Good luck to those guys. Really like Johnny Johnson, what he's doing with that program. Pacey gets a snap. It's a fake handoff. He drops back. He's going to fire one. To Zeke is caught, and he's got 10 yards. He's got 15 yards. He's got 20 yards. He's, he's got gone. one man to beat. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Wolves. And that'll make it 29 to 8. Waiting an extra point. That'll make it 30 to 8. And uh, you're on the road right now and you're up big. And if you're the Wolves, you can't be disappointed. And this is what you want to get. Sorry, you had a grasshopper on your shoulder. <laughs> you're getting these points before the half. You're going up big. Like I said, that takes a little bit off, a little bit of pressure off coming out of the locker room in the second half. But Jacob, I let up. Yeah, absolutely. Looks like they might be bringing this one back. Uh, there's a flag, an illegal shift on the offense, and they're getting a little, little happy there with calling the legal shifts. Not on, just on both sides in general. And I mean, you got to give the guys a little bit of leeway. But uh, if it was an illegal shift, uh, maybe that helped with the touchdown. So you got to call that back. So not 29 to eight, 23 to eight. Um, and you know, Jacob. One thing I could fault the officials for is they could throw that flag a little bit further in the field where we could see it. Yeah. That'd be nice. One receiver split out to each side. One minute to go, and I think John Limbaugh just burned his last time out. Flag. No flag. I'm waiting to see what. I saw they took a timeout. We'll take one with them. It was to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back shortly. Swin the Printers serves all your printing needs. As a full-service printer, Swin can do everything you need to complete your project. If you can dream it, Swin can print it. Swin is dedicated to providing high-quality printing and excellent customer service to businesses and individuals alike throughout the Coosa Valley and beyond. Call Gary, Janice, or Clay today at 256-245-3236 or visit Swin online at swinprint.com. They call it social distancing. So I should distance myself? I call it a perfectly valid reason to treat Dan Patrick like trash. Hello? Get away from me, old man. I could kill you. Bring us into your bubble. Fox Sports Central Alabama 98.3 FM. This is the Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network. Casey is running to his right. He fires one down the field, and it's going to be tipped up a couple of times, and nobody can come down with that one. A receiver had his hands on it. Defender had his hands on it, but nobody's able to pull it down. 
Uh, so that'll bring up second and 15 from the 45. Jacob, do you try to get in field goal range or let Levi kick one here? I don't see why not. We've been waiting on it. We've been begging Limbaugh. Yep. Every Thursday night during the coaches' show, obviously not one tonight. I think that we're doing a little better than the coaches' show tonight. I think so. I, I'd love to be on the call. On Kicks 100.3, really appreciate the station putting us on this evening. Uh, it's just a pleasure to be on Kicks 100.3, and we're just so excited to be here in Randolph County. Pacey takes the snap. He drops back. He's got plenty of time. He's looking. Man, he lobs one deep. And it, he it's caught. caught. It. He caught it. It is caught at the 10-yard line. And that was number 38 on the catch, whom we don't have a number four. No, excuse me, that's number 35, Cadence Barrett, who caught the ball. And, man, he just had a great – a lot of catches. I'm going to go buy a game ball right down the road at the Walmart. Uh, I think there's one in Heflin over there, and I'm going to give it to him because, man, he's played lights out so far. Well, I think we're closer to the one in Roanoke just down the main highway right here. But why, why get three when you can get six, Blake? Absolutely. That's right. Why get three when you can get six? Two receivers split out to each side. Loach is in the backfield. He takes the snap. He fires one across the field. Touchdown. Touchdown. Caught by number 22, Zeke Deloach, and that adds to his totals for the year as he is he is top five in the state in receiving yards, and I'm not sure about touchdowns, but he has to be up there. Pacey's top five in the state in passing yards and possibly passing touchdowns too, but wow, what a duo, Jacob. Yeah, great job by Pacey to trust his brother. His brother was kind of doubled up right there, but he still threw it anyways, and hey, we got six on the What a beautiful pass across the middle. Put it only where his guy can get it. Snap is good. Hold is good. And as usual, the kick's through the upright, and it's good. You know what? I feel sorry for the guy that had, because the way Levi's kicking them, they're going over the Tiger locker room into the dark back there. I feel sorry for whoever has to go get those. Jacob, I think that's a creek back behind there. Well, wet football waterlogged. That's right. That's right. You almost got to hear us, hear us sing a duo the other day, Sweet Caroline. Not the other day, but a few commercial breaks ago, they're playing Sweet Caroline here. I don't know who the DJ is at this place, but he's playing some pretty fire tunes, Jacob. Yeah, I tell you what, they played some good stuff. Obviously, the song they're playing right now, don't know who sings it, but hey, that Applebee's is kind of making me hungry. Yeah, me too. I think that's Walker Hayes, and I'm really not crazy about the song, but it just gets stuck in your head, and you start yeah, thinking about Applebee's. It's one of those songs. Yeah. And they got some good beer cheese with pretzels, dude. Like, man, why are we advertising for Applebee's, man? They aren't our sponsor. <laughs> but while we're talking about it, I want to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Allen Brew Market, Childersburg Primary Care, Movement Mortgage, Sycamore Federal Credit Union, Area Real Estate, Heritage Freight, First Bank of Alabama, Coosa Valley Recycling, Omnia, and Pump It Up. So they will receive the kick at about the – 40. It was a little pooch kick, and they'll get out to about the 47. Only 21 seconds left to go before halftime, and you'll probably think they might air one deep as the Wolves have a 30-8 to lead. That's a scoreboard update brought to you by State Farm Albia Steers. So if you're the Wolves, 30 points in one half, you just doubled your win, or not doubled, but you just surpassed your point total from the last two games. Yeah, we're moving the ball. We're moving the ball effectively. We're doing all the right things. That's right. This is the Wolves teams we've seen in week one and week two. In I formation, Wills takes the snap. It's going to be a toss to Caldwell, who gets back to the line of scrimmage. No timeouts. That will be the last play of the half. 
And we'll take you into the halftime break. And we'll be back with the halftime show. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Whether you're a contractor or a DIY home improver, Van Zandt Hardware and Supply has what you need. From paint, pipes, and tools, and they're a yellow wood distributor as well. Plus, they have professional advice if you need it. Go to Van Zandt Hardware and Supply on Highway 280 in Oak Grove, where perfection for the customer isn't a privilege, it's a standard. Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready for free. Enroll in the ready to work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2017 to enroll. Classes are free and offered online. Don't let this free online training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2017 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free online class. Call 256-378-2017. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. Harvey's on Noble has something for everyone. Private parties, live music, and entertainment. The perfect date night. The best appetizers and wonderful entrees. Don't forget to check the Harvey's on Noble social media pages to stay up to date on weekly specials. Harvey's on Noble in Silicaga, open Wednesday through Saturday. Harvey's on Noble, voted best atmosphere and best entertainment venue in the Coosa Valley. Swin the Printers serves all your printing needs. As a full-service printer, Swin can do everything you need to complete your project. If you can dream it, Swin can print it. Swin is dedicated to providing high-quality printing and excellent customer service to businesses and individuals alike throughout the Coosa Valley and beyond. Call Gary, Janice, or Clay today at 256-245-3236 or visit Swin online at swinprint.com. Regardless of age, muscles are vital to your overall health and well-being. I'm Dr. Jared Spear at Childersburg Primary Care, letting you know that muscles comprise 35% of your body and allow for movement, balance, physical strength, organ function, skin integrity, immunity, and even involved in wound healing. Experience what M-Sculpt treatments at Childersburg Primary Care can do to help improve your muscle function. Whether you're 16 or 66, M-Sculpt only at Childersburg Primary Care, online at ChildersburgClinic.com. Coosa Valley MRI is open and ready to serve you when it comes to scheduling your MRI exam. Hi, I'm Robin Angelo, Director of Coosa Valley MRI. We have implemented COVID infection control measures to keep you as safe as possible. We make the scheduling process easy no matter where your health care provider is located. Simply have your physician call or fax in your MRI order and we will handle the rest. Coosa Valley MRI, where patients come first. Learn more at CoosaValleyMRI.com. Hi, I'm Cindy Pennington, Tottega County Revenue Commissioner. As the Extra Point sponsor, I want to make a point to let you, the taxpayer, know that we are here to serve you. Whether you're buying a car tag, paying property taxes, or conducting other business, our staff is there to help in a friendly, efficient manner. Many of these transactions can be handled by mail or online, or visit us at the courthouse or our Mumford Oxford location on Highway 21 North. Go line. Paid political advertisement by Cindy Pennington, Talladega County Revenue Commissioner. 
You need a local insurance agent, someone that lives in your community, someone that can be there at the drop of a hat, like a good neighbor. State Farm Agent LB Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm Agent LB Steers is there for you. State Farm Agent LB Steers in Silicaga. Online at albsteers.net. is the Radio Alabama Sports Halftime Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Welcome in to the Fayetteville Football Halftime Show. Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett bringing you this halftime analysis on the first half of the Randolph County Tigers versus the Fayetteville Wolves. Uh, homecoming night for Randolph County. Uh, it's a Thursday evening. Stadium was packed out. Wolves didn't travel too many this week. You come in here, hostile environment, a long ride on that yellow cheese wagon today. And you're looking at a halftime score. The Wolves are up three touchdowns and a two-point conversion. It's 30-8 to eight at the moment um, just into this halftime show. Jacob, uh, what do you like about what you've seen so far from the Wolves, and what do you don't like about what you've seen so far? Well, so far we're doing everything right compared to what we've done the last three weeks. We're moving the ball like we need to. We're getting first downs. We're getting touchdowns. Penalties are coming at a minimum. Yeah, the referee's getting trigger happy on that illegal shift, but it's a consistent call because he's getting it on both sides. Um, so far, I hadn't seen on either side exactly what that illegal shift is, but I'm not down there, so I can't see all the small details, but I like what we're doing right now. I like some of the play calls. But like you said, the questionable thing is why are we having our receiver playing running back and our running back playing receiver? Yeah, that would be something I don't like. But you touched on the officiating, and I don't think there's anybody in the radio industry that's more tough on the officials than I am. Uh, but so far, if you've listened to our broadcast, you know what I mean. But uh, so far, this crew is doing a great job. And like you said, even though I don't like the uh, illegal shift calls, they're calling it consistently. But you also touched on the running back and receiver and receiver at running back. So far, it hadn't really hurt them. But you really want to see Zeke at receiver every time. He's a great player. And great players, yes, they're versatile. But, I, you know... You want to keep them at their ideal positions. Evan Baker is more of a power guy that will run over somebody. He needs to be in the backfield, and Zeke can juke guys out, and he's fast. So you really want him in that receiver position. And you've seen just about every big play that's come tonight has been Zeke in that receiver position. And I'm going to tell you, somebody who stepped up at the end of last season, who's also played great into this season, and we've called his name a lot tonight, and that's number 35, who usually wears number 13, Cadence Barrett. Yeah, Cadence has stepped up, you know, coming to last year. Towards the end of the season, he started playing his best football, and he's continued that this year. Yeah, we kind of took some steps back in the last three weeks, but that wasn't just him. That was the whole team. But tonight, he's been a difference maker. Absolutely. And, Jacob, I'm going to hit you with a mind-blowing fact that I think I'm right about. We're two scores away this evening coming into the second half from matching our win our point total from the last three games combined. We scored 21 against Lynette, 10 against Victor Christian. That'll put them at 31, and then 14 against Vincent. So 
they're 15 points away from matching their point total past three weeks. And we're 11 points away from matching the Randolph County's point total that they scored on us last year. This is the second time, time these two teams have ever made played each other. Last year, they shut us out at, at home. It wasn't a pretty game to watch. But this year, we're kind of returning the favor. Yeah, I would say so, Jacob. It's been all Wolves this first half. Let's look at some keys to the game that will keep Fable successful. It's so, time now for the keys to the game. So, Jacob, the Wolves have, have controlled the line of scrimmage throughout the first half. That's killed them a 22-point lead. I think they got to control the line of scrimmage going into the second half. Keep feeding Zeke the Loach. Keep, keep having a nice balance of rush and pass, which they've done perfectly through the first half. Come out of here, play disciplined ball. Don't get too conservative in the second half. And I don't think they have anything to worry about. Jacob, what, what do you think that they need to keep doing right in order to get out here with a win? Limit penalties, control the clock, control the football, and keep a stranglehold on the scoreboard like we have now. We know that Fayetteville can kill the clock. You go back to the Lynette game where we had the ball the first 10 minutes of the first quarter. That's game clock. Ten minutes off of the game clock, Fayetteville had that football. Obviously, then we couldn't do nothing with it. But if we can build a drive like that to kill the clock, basically kill the whole quarter and get six on the scoreboard, I'd love to see that. I would love to see that too, Jacob. And right now, you've got to think, okay, the Wolves have taken the crowd out of this game. The crowd is no longer a factor. They've been pretty silent over here on the side. And you got to think... Randolph County, of course, gets the ball coming in the third quarter. If they get some momentum going and get a score, that puts the crowd back in it. So I think you got to shut out Randolph County, at least the first drive, you know, keep them from getting a touchdown, possibly a three and out, whatever you can do to keep this crowd from getting back in the game because you've taken the crowd out of it. You don't, let them want, don't want to let them get back in it. Yeah, and also – um, Austin Terrell, you know, he was a key part of their offense the first throughout the first quarter. You know, he's the one that put the six on the board for him, and I think he got the two-point conversion too. But I think that two-point conversion kind of did him in. You hate to see that when one of when any player on the field gets hurt. But I saw him leave the field earlier. Let's hope that that recovery is a speedy recovery. He can get back out here and do his thing because he seemed like he was a special football player. Absolutely, he's a dynamic football player, and he. He was a, a key player for this Randolph County Tigers team, and unfortunately, like you said, he's he's left the field. I don't want to speculate. We don't know what his injury is. However, I don't believe we'll be seeing him the rest of this evening, so we hope best of wishes and a, a speedy recovery to him. But we're going to take a quick break here, and when we come back, we'll do some more halftime analysis along with some scores uh, from around the area. I think there's only one other game going on this evening. We'll give you a score update on that as well. As more coverage for this Randolph County Wolves matchup, we'll be back here in just a second. Let Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work-ready for free. Enroll in the Ready to Work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2017 to enroll. Classes are free and offered online. Don't let this free online training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2017 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free online class. Call 256-378-2017. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. Delay of the game on the competition, making customers wait for good deals and credit approval. Well, 
dealers make you wait for their best deals, Toyota of Silicaga is always saving you more and saying yes to credit approval. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals we're giving you every single day. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. Right now, get super low 1.99% financing on Camry, Corolla, RAV4, and Prius. And we're offering 1.99% financing on select certified pre-owned vehicles. Talk about amazing deals. Plus, there will be no false starts when it comes to your credit approval. Toyota of Silicaga's team of credit specialists are here to get you approved. No matter your past credit history, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade-in? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. So come say big at your home team dealer, Toyota of Silicaga. Remember, you're not just a number, you are part of the family. 39765 Highway 280, toyotaofsilicaga.com. We're worth the drive, and we'll prove it with approved credit. See dealer for details. You need a local insurance agent, someone that lives in your community, someone that can be there at the drop of a hat, like a good neighbor. State Farm agent Albie Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm agent Albie Steers is there for you. State Farm agent Albie Steers in Silicaga. Online at albiesteers.net. The great Joe Namath said, football is a team game. So is life. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union proudly supports the broadcasts of area high school athletics on radio, social media, and through the Radio Alabama Sports app. Enjoy B.B. Comer, Fayetteville Childersburg, and Sylacauga football this season presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. On and off the field, Coosa Pines is here to help you reach your goals. Find them on Facebook, federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender. OMIA is proud to have been a part of Silicaga since 1992 and is delighted to be a contributor to the continued growth of the Marble City. OMIA strives for the very same excellence at their workplace as student athletes do in the classroom and on the field and court. OMIA says good luck to all Silicaga Aggie athletes. To learn more about the innovations at OMIA, visit OMIA.com. That's O-M-Y-A.com. OMIA, supplying superior products throughout the southeastern and southwestern United States. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Looking for a church home? We invite you to visit First Baptist Church of Sylacauga. First Baptist provides sound doctrine and worship with many opportunities for spiritual growth and meeting new friends. Currently, Sunday morning worship is in person beginning at 11. First Baptist is located at the intersection of Fort Williams and Broadway Avenue, right across from the post office. But you may also view our Sunday services live streamed at theupliftingword.com. We want to see you punch somebody to the ground. Crystal Powell, punching player to the ground. Central Alabama has a new home for sports. 98.3 FM.
listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to the Fayetteville Sports Halftime Show, brought to you by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, just under five minutes for the second half kickoff. And uh, so far, we like what we see from this Wolves football team as... Um, all the uh, beautiful young ladies come out this evening, escorted by their fathers, grandfathers, whoever. And uh, I always remember when I was in school, everyone I went with, they always enjoyed homecoming. The girls loved to dress up and go out there and have fun. And so um, it's great to see. You know, we, we see a lot of homecomings, um, you know, covering for the Wolves. And I guess that's because every team's going to have one at least once a year. <laughs> but it's always good to be on the winning side of the scoreboard when it's somebody else's homecoming. Absolutely. You kind of feel bad for the other team, though, whenever you're winning at their homecoming. You're like, well, maybe they could have chose a little more inferior opponent and, and got the win. But uh, unfortunately for the Tigers, the Wolves don't give games away. And, and we're hoping they don't give this one away in the second half. They're up 30-8. to eight. And Speaking of homecoming, next week we return home after a two-game road trip, if you will. And I think we play Comer next week. Uh, we do. We play Comer at home next week. And uh, hopefully they can go in there and upset because Comer right now, we don't have a point spread, but if we did, they'd probably be favored by a few touchdowns. And right now at Legion Stadium, it is Comer 27-7 to over the Generals of Horseshoe Bend at the half. Thank you, Greg Wyckoff, David McCurley, and a good old friend of mine, Mr. Reed Slayton, for giving me these score updates. And uh, your wife as well helped us out. Absolutely. I also got a score update from another inside source, like you said, which was 27 to 7 at halftime. That was at 8.03, so they probably already kicked off the second half of action. Uh, so we'll be awaiting a score update soon. Not many Thursday night games going on around the state. Obviously, we're doing it because it is race weekend. And, uh, Jacob, my job, job called for me to actually be in Talladega today, not far from the racetrack. And, uh, man, it was bumping up there. Tents uh, put up in. Uh, the dr- truck stops and gas stations, a lot of them selling a lot of things. And, and I would know because I was at the Popeyes in Talladega today getting some lunch. And, uh, you know, they gave me a free biscuit with my large fry, so I took it, you know. Yeah, it's always good to get a, get a free biscuit no matter where you go. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Talking about food, man, uh, I know when we play this Harvey's ad, it gets me hungry. They got a great steak sandwich. And I've been telling you to try the steak sandwich for over a year now, and you still haven't. Well, I've had their ribeye, and their ribeye was pretty good. Another score I want to give, uh, David keeps posting me on this. I'm a big Braves fan, a big baseball fan. Tonight they can clinch the NL East. They're up 5-2 uh, to two in the bottom of the seventh, looking for the Braves to clinch tonight over the rival Phillies, and let's get into the playoffs. This is a team kind of like us who at the beginning of the year, well, kind of opposite of us, at the beginning of the year they kind of – was a little sluggish. It took them to August to get over 500. Now they're one of the best teams out there. We kind of started off strong, kind of fell back the last three weeks, but the Wolves, are they came to play tonight. They showed up at Randolph County with a team ready to play. They put 30 points on the scoreboard. Absolutely, Jacob. Just under two minutes to this second half kickoff, and the band is kicking it down here. Or that's actually the speaker that's right in front of us, not the band. By golly, they'd have had me fooled. But another score update for you from the college football world. The Hurricanes are hosting the Virginia Cavaliers this evening. And uh, the Cavaliers are up on the Miami Hurricanes 16-7 to at the half. And that's 
not a big surprise there. Miami less than stellar performances this season. Go out against a um, – I wouldn't call Alabama mediocre this year. They're, they're solid every year, but this is not what they've been in the past, and they got absolutely destroyed. So um, then they lost to Michigan State at home. Their two opponents they've beaten, I believe, was Central Connecticut State and Appalachian State. So um, looks like it might be another loss for them this week. Yeah, once again, as the clock's winding down at halftime, thank you all to who are keeping us updated on these games. Obviously, the Comer game is important to us tonight because that's who we play next week. So thank you, David McCurley. Don't forget, you can listen to David McCurley on Kicks 100.3 with McCurley in the morning. I'll be the guest in the morning previewing that Talladega race. It's going to be an exciting Sunday. I'll be there. Um, and uh, good luck to them tomorrow as they have to travel to Lee County to take on the Beulah Bobcats. Absolutely. Chillsburg can come back to Chillsburg, Alabama with a win under their belt. Absolutely, Jacob. And, um, yeah, tune in to those guys tomorrow, David and Robert um, and company, calling the game at Beulah. Tigers go face. Uh, is Beulah the Tigers as well? Beulah is the Bobcats. Bobcats. So the Tigers will take on the Bobcats. It'll be a battle for the feline. Silicon <laughs> uh, uh, takes on Elmore County tomorrow night with uh, Jeremy Law and Brent actually with the call there, so good luck to Sylacauga tomorrow night. Did they have to go down to Elmore County, or is that at Legion? I could not. I think since Comer was home tonight, I think Sylacauga's the way tomorrow. I got you. We want to take a second and thank our sponsors, Allen Brew Market, Childersburg Primary Care, Movement Mortgage, Sycamore Federal Credit Union, Area Real Estate, Heritage Freight, First Bank of Alabama, Coosa Valley Recycling, Omnia, and uh, those are some of our sponsors. We want to thank them for making this possible, as well as our network sponsor, Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Uh, we're just over two minutes to kick off. They reset the clock on us. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be getting some second-half action under the way. Uh, we'll be back here shortly with live game action. Coosa Valley MRI is open and ready to serve you when it comes to scheduling your MRI exam. Hi, I'm Robin Angelo, Director of Coosa Valley MRI. We have implemented COVID infection control measures to keep you as safe as possible. We make the scheduling process easy no matter where your health care provider is located. Simply have your physician call or fax in your MRI order and we will handle the rest. Coosa Valley MRI, where patients come first. Learn more at CoosaValleyMRI.com. Are you looking for extra money? Coosa Valley Recycling pays top dollar for aluminum, copper, brass, steel, old appliances, and even old cars. Coosa Valley Recycling is located a few miles southeast of Sylacauga on Highway 280. They're open Monday through Friday. Call for hours and rates at 256-245-4300. Coosa Valley Recycling, where the customer gets paid. Grace Cafe. The August Cup of the Month is Morning Rush. It's chocolate chip cookie dough espresso with chocolate chip cookie dough bites. But if that isn't your cup, they have 25 other flavors and a variety of sugar-free flavors as well. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. Taste it and love it. 
Whether you're a contractor or a DIY home improver, Van Zandt Hardware and Supply has what you need. From paint, pipes, and tools, and they're a yellow wood distributor as well. Plus, they have professional advice if you need it. Go to Van Zandt Hardware and Supply on Highway 280 in Oak Grove, where perfection for the customer isn't a privilege, it's a standard. is the third quarter of Fayetteville High School Football, brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the action on the Pebble Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, and second half action is about to get under the underway uh, as the Tigers are sending their guys out here to see the second half kickoff, and the Wolves are getting ready to boot the ball deep. Both teams look ready for this second half of action, and uh, Randolph County's got a hill to climb ahead of them, and the Wolves have got to figure out a way to keep building on the momentum they already have. Yeah, great job by the Wolves getting out to a fast start, getting on the board early and often, and that's what that's that was one of the keys to the game getting in here. Score, score fast put the game out of reach and that's what Fayetteville is well hopefully they put it out of reach I don't want to jinx them so knock on wood wherever there's a piece of lumber somewhere but I like what I see right now out of the Wolves minus one fumble and the illegal shift penalties but that's been on both sides this referee's going to call it if he sees it but we need to keep keep doing what we're doing and we'll come out of here and it'll be an easier ride home tonight absolutely a lot easier to ride back uh, about an hour and a half Back to Sylacauga, Alabama with a win, and I know that's what the Wolves are wanting to do too, taking the field here. And uh, if you're Randolph County, the game hinges on this possession. You've got to score in order to give yourself a chance to to uh, get back in this game and possibly win it. And if you're the Wolves, you're wanting to stop them on this drive because that makes it about an insurmountable lead uh, once you get later in the third quarter. So it looks like Wheels will actually be kicking this one off. He's done everything tonight and taking a lot of licks from Dakota Ogle, and he's getting back up like it didn't phase him. So I know some college team out there with a horrible offensive line could use him. Yeah, i tell you what, Wheels has been a special player tonight taking the licks he's taken. That he has. He's got his guys ready, and this one is a squib to the middle of the field taken by Cadence Barrett at 30. To the 35, to the 40, he's hit a little bit, powers his way forward. Forward progress will have him at the 45, and and that's where the Wolves will start their uh, drive for the second half. I like the field position. Well, I think we've kind of won the field position game tonight with starting field position. We're on the 43-yard line. It's our own 43-yard line, but still, it's, it beats being on the 15, the 10, or even the 20. And I want to apologize to you guys. I thought that the Wolves were kicking the ball in the second half. We're so used to them receiving it. But uh, the Tigers actually received the ball first, so the Wolves have it. And they start at their own 43. Takes the snap. Pacey's going to hand it to Evan Baker up the middle. He got about a yard. Oh, I'll bring up second and nine. And I hope that Coach John Limbaugh doesn't get too conservative with his play call here in the second half. Yeah, and I saw that uh, Zeke lined up at receiver, so maybe he's flipped those positions back to the way they're supposed to be because he, he, he liked what he saw out of Zeke in the receiving game in the first half. So let's sustain off of that 
and throw to Zeke as, as much as you can. I would agree with that, Jacob, absolutely. Uh, get your guys back in position because next week is a big one. But uh, you don't want to give up on this Tigers team yet because they should, could make a comeback. Pacey's under center. He's going to take the snap. It's going to be a toss to Baker to the right side of the field. Baker's going to power forward. He got about a five-yard gain. Balls on the ground. And it looks like he recovered his own ball. And to bring up third and four. And, Jacob, we've already ran a minute off of this third quarter clock. And that's what we need to do, hold on to the football and kill the clock. And we'll go talk about the receivers. I know we talk about Zeke a lot, but he's kind of the go-to, kind of like Julio Jones was to Greg McElroy and, you know, uh, Darvin Adams to Cam Newton. We'll go back that far. You know, that was some great go-to receivers. But we have a lot of great receivers on this Wolves football. Absolutely, and Cadence Barrett being one of them. Now, Levi Phillips, another great receiver. Pacey under center on this key third down, takes a snap, and it's going to be the same play. Hand off to Baker, who breaks one. He jukes a couple men out. He breaks one. He's down to the 30-yard line. He carried a guy for about a seven yards after contact, and that'll bring him up first and 10 at the 30. And back to what you were saying about Greg McElroy, I listened to uh, Mac and Cube in the morning, and I was listening to they did an interview again on Bryce Young. You know, he's from California, and he didn't know who Greg McElroy was. And uh, I thought that was kind of funny around these parts. You know, Greg's probably used to, to being recognized, but he wasn't. But if you look at that, Jacob, that he also hasn't played for University of Alabama in 11 seasons. So yeah, it's been a long time ago. That it has. At the 30-yard line, Pacey lined up under center, takes a snap. He drops back to pass. He fires one to number three, Connor Rogers. It's incomplete. There's, there's a flag looking like it might be pass interference, but, but Jacob, i got to say, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I didn't see the call there, but I, the flag came out in the middle of the play. He looked right at it, so maybe he saw something from the far sideline that we couldn't see. Yeah, maybe he had his hold of his jersey, but it appeared there that he got out in front of that and hit him after the ball was there, but he could have used his jersey to uh, you know pull closer to the ball, so... I don't know if I like that call or not, but we'll take it, and that'll bring them that much closer to building on this lead. And they've already run two minutes off of this clock in the third quarter, looking to go up 37-8. to eight. Yeah, I don't agree with that call. Yeah, it helps us out, but I don't think that was one of the bigger pass interference. I think that should have been one of the more minimal penalties on a yeah, pass interference. I want to say, if anything, called defensive holding there, but under center, Pacey. Takes the snap. It's going to be a handoff to Hunter Hammonds up the middle. And if it would have not have been for Willie Kidd, number seven, that would have been a touchdown. And that's not to be confused with the Willie Kidd that's a cop in Silicaga. I didn't know there was a Willie Kidd that's a cop in Silicaga, but uh, shout out to him for doing a great job. (laughs) And so that'll bring him up about a second and five from the 10-yard line. Just over two minutes into this third quarter, the Wolves are driving, looking to add to their lead. Pacey's under center. Two receivers split out to the left side of the field. Takes a snap. It's a handoff to Evan Baker. He jukes around. A few guys runs up. There's a hole. He's in end zone touchdown. Hey, that's what I talked about. We need to score on that possession. You said the same thing. We need to control the clock, but we need to score often to put this game out of reach. And that right there just helped the cost. Absolutely. Pinning this extra point, that'll be a 37-8 lead for the Wolves. And, Jacob, if you get another one on board, if you're the Wolves, it's, start, it's time to maybe start thinking about putting the backups in. Well, I know we don't have many backups, but, yes, it is smart <laughs> to take some of your big players out. Yep. 
I would definitely take them out. Snaps good. Hold is good. And the kick is through the up. No, it's not. They call it no good. So the score will stand at 36 to 8. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back here shortly with more action. State Farm Alvia Steer scoreboard update. It's now 36 to 8, 924 left to play here in the third quarter. And Levi Phillips boots this one deep. And Caldwell will finally pick it up at the five-yard line after a little bit of a bobble. And Randolph County had bad start and field position at the 10-yard line. Apologies for the technical difficulties we had. Uh, you know, technology is great when it's working, but when it's not, it's a sun gun to deal with, ain't it? Yeah, it is. But thank you, Blake, for trying to quick fix the problem. I wouldn't say a quick fix. You got to the bottom of it, but you fixed it quickly. Yeah, I ain't ever pressed so many buttons uh, in my life, but we got it going back there to bring us back in the game. So thank y'all for sticking with us. Uh, the Wolves up 36 to eight. Randolph County now is facing a four touchdown deficit midway through the third quarter, and you got to think this one might be chalked up. Uh, but you never want to count anybody out. Wheels takes a snap. He's going to sling it to Willie Kidd, who drops it. I don't know if he was expecting the pass there, and that'll bring up second and ten. Yeah, that was borderline forward pass. I mean, you could have looked at that either way. I mean, from where I was sitting, it was a forward pass, but maybe if you were down on the bottom row, that might have looked like a backwards pass. Yeah, it would have, but uh, they'll blow it dead, which was the, the right call out there on the field. So second and ten for the Tigers. And uh, if you're the Tigers, what do you do, man? This is your homecoming game. You play less than stellar. And... um. Just kind of run the clock, maybe try to run some time out, or you try to get back in this thing? Uh, if I was them, I'd, I'd try to get back in it, but I, I like what they're doing right now. Absolutely. Willis is pulled down by number 51, Austin Jones. He didn't have anywhere to go. Another hard hit, and he just gets right back up. I'm in phase, and this will bring up about a third and 15 here. Well, one thing for Randolph County, you lost your starting running back for the game. That hurts, and that goes yeah. back to my vocabulary word for the week, adversity. They need to overcome that adversity and try to get make something out of nothing. Yeah, that uh, like you said, I'm glad our vocabulary word of the week wasn't resilient because it hadn't worked out for us the last three weeks. Uh, so they've overcome adversity tonight for sure. As, uh, we're just about three and a half minutes into this third quarter, and Randolph County's lining up for a third and 16 play at their own five-yard line. Willis takes the snap. Wolves are all over him. He chunks one deep, and he almost hit Cadence Barrett. Excuse me. Check that. 
That was number 85, Jeremiah Robertson. Almost hit him perfectly in stride. And this is going to be roughing the passer on the Wolves. So Dakota Ogle's been getting there, but it looks like the defense was there too late, and that's a good lucky break there if you are the Tigers. Yeah, and that call came like maybe 10 seconds after all the defenders had turned around and went the other way. That was a, a really late flag. The referee almost had to think about it, but, I mean, it was a right call. Well, they've been hitting him all night borderline and so probably that was probably the right call to make and uh just to tell him to ease off of him just a tad bit and uh so that'll bring up first and 10 at the 21 yard line for the tigers would you be the one to go down there and told dakota ogle to ease off a little bit no i wouldn't have been the one to tell him to ease off a little bit matter of fact i told him to go harder get there a little faster empty set wills takes a snap drops back to pass screen over the middle to caldwell just overthrew him had to bring up second and ten. Yeah, great job by the defense right there to have everybody covered. Willis didn't have an option to throw. He tried to force something that wasn't there, and he's lucky it fell to the ground. Absolutely. And, you know, Jacob, so far tonight, if you're John Limbaugh, you couldn't ask for a better playing out of this Wolves team. Great performance, Will, and it looks like they're going to get to three and three on the year. Uh, after a sluggish three games, they're back to 500, match surpassed their win total from last season. Playing great football right now, and they want to carry this momentum into next week when they host B.B. Comer Tigers uh, next Friday night. Pre-game will start at 6.30, followed by the game at 7. Wills takes a snap. He's going to kick it out to, that was number 12, Sendavion Hardnett, who might have got two yards. That'll bring up third long. But back to next week, you can catch us on the Fevel Sports Network. Uh, we won't be on Kicks 100.3 next week, but catch us on the Fevel Sports Network. 6.30 for pregame, followed by live game action at 7. Uh, I don't know if that's the Wolves' senior night or homecoming. Uh, no, we've already had our homecoming. I believe senior night's a little later in the season. So uh, definitely join us for that one as that's a, a key regional matchup and a rivalry game that's got a lot of history behind it. This third and eight, Wills takes a snap, drops back. He pulls forward. He's grabbed by Dakota Ogle, shoulder pad. He fires one deep. There's Cadence Barrett on the interception. There's a block in the back on the return, but it wasn't called. And uh, Cadence Barrett. Hit the pylon, and he's going to be down at the one. Down at the one, and they saw the block in the back that I seen, Jacob. This one's coming back. And then there's another flag on the goal line back there. So I guess uh, he saw the same thing. We'll find out here in a minute. But, uh, yes, I'm very thankful to be on the radio tonight. And uh, I enjoy calling with you on the sports app, but it's great to have a, a, a bigger audience, people listening to, you know, hit kicking country on 100.3 uh like I said, we're not McCurley and Sprayberry tonight. We're Jacob and Blake, so don't turn your radio dial. And uh, I don't think you're doing too bad of a job tonight. Well, I appreciate it. Right back at you, Jacob. The only thing is it's not Jacob and Blake. It's Blake and Jacob. No, I'm just kidding. We, <laughs> but uh, it looks like as an ineligible receiver downfield, it looks like they didn't call the block in the back, which was pretty apparent from where we were at. So this will be first and goal from the one-yard line. So the Wolves will probably punch it in right here. Uh, 7.24 to left to go in the third. It's 36-8 to eight right now. And uh, we'll see what they do, Jacob. And like we said, if they score here, you got to think you're going to put the backups in. Yeah, you would think. And uh, under center, two receivers split out to the left side. Pacey gets the snap. It's a hand to Hunter Hammonds, who got across the goal line. That's six. And uh, that'll make it 42-8. to eight. So we have surpassed 
Randolph County's point total against us from last year. Yeah, we sure have, and uh, we're Pebble's definitely putting the beat down on them tonight. Like you said, you probably start seeing the backups coming in now. So, so, so if there's anything you can hang your hat on, you can say in the, right now, currently in the series, you scored the most points. Yeah, that's right. As the series will be knotted up one to one after this one. Snaps high. Pacey's just going to have to fake this one. He throws it to Cadence Baird in the end zone for a two-point conversion. Jacob, that looked a little rehearsed. I hope that wasn't a design. Yeah, and let's hope this flag ain't on us either. There's a flag on the far sideline about the four-yard line. Man, I hope that that was not a, not a design. That's just not the sportsmanship you want to see out of a uh, John Limbaugh coach team. And back um, with that illegal shift again. So they'll re-kick this extra point. So maybe that was just a quick thing they had to do, but based on the receiver's route, it looked like that was rehearsed. Snaps good. Holds good. Kick is not. What? Extra point's good. That didn't look like it went through, Jacob. And that was the first extra point that almost did not make it over the Tiger Den down to the left side. Yep, hit the roof and then bounced over. But we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more action. You're listening to Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. is the third quarter of Fayetteville High School football, brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Back from the break, uh, Levi Phillips boots one deep, and that's going to be returned by the Randolph County Tigers. I believe that was Caldwell out to about the 24-yard line. And we have a State Farm Albion Steers scoreboard update as the Comer Tigers are up 34-7 to right now over the Horseshoe Bend Generals. They didn't forget what happened last year, almost knocking them lower in the playoff rankings uh, going into the postseason. They were in a dogfight to the end, and it is not so this year. Yeah, and it's the, the Wolves haven't forgot what Randolph County did to us last year either. That's right. Wills takes the snap. It's going to be a handoff to Caldwell up the middle. Um, and Caldwell got about probably five yards uh, on that one. And I'll bring up about second and five. So, see what they do here. They, well, actually about second and four. It looks like they got about six yards. And Wolves up 43 to eight halfway through the third quarter. Um, you would think you'll see the backups here. And I think you're going to see Randolph County just kind of start running the football more than they have been just to kill some clock. Absolutely. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Willis in the gun. He takes the snap. It's going to be a fake to Caldwell. It's going to be caught on the right side. 
by Ken Davion. Excuse me, Hardnet, Shan Davion Hardnet. And he's a little slow to get up, hopefully just a cramp, and uh, he gets up under his own power. That was a gain there of about 20 yards, Jacob. Yeah, and uh, Hardnet is going back onto the field, so I guess it was just a, a little soreness in the leg because he did kind of take a shot from Pacey. That he did. He did take a shot at the end of that one, and if I'm John Limbaugh, Pacey is out of this game right now. Yeah, I'd find your, find your oh, back. Oh, there's a flag. All ineligible receiver downfield. This will bring it back. So instead of a first down across midfield, looking at about second and eight. And there's so. a timeout. Um, not sure. And the official is going to give a signal for a timeout. Randolph County will take one with them. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. This is another money moment from Sycamore Federal Credit Union. Did you know the more money you pay down, the lower you can get your payment? Come see us to get you in that ride. Sycamore Federal Credit Union, online at sycamorefcu.com. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. is the third quarter of Fayetteville High School football brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to Ron Waters Field here in Wendell, Alabama where the Randolph County Tigers are taking on the Federal Wolves and um, this one's all but over. Um, so Wolves are up 43 to 8 and Randolph County's facing a second and eight from their own 29 right now you just try to weather the storm and uh see if you can't get out of here without giving up any more points yeah i thought the tigers weren't gonna take another timeout. yeah that was confusing wheels takes the snaps a fake handoff he's gonna fire it over the right side of the field he was looking for shandavion hard net and he missed him just to overthrow. And, and you got to think if Wheels could have put the ball where it needed to be on a couple plays, this might be a different game right now. Yeah, Wheels is not a bad quarterback. And he's getting to his receiver. He's getting the ball to the receiver. But it's either too low or too high for the receiver to be able to get his hands on it and make those catches. That it is, Jacob. And so that will bring up third and eight from their own 30-yard line. So we'll see what they dial up here. Six eighteen left to go in the third quarter. Uh, like I said, other games going on. Coleman's up 34-7 to right now. Wheels takes the snap. He's just going to screen it to Zach Caldwell on an incomplete pass. Almost like a backwards pass. That'll bring up fourth and eight. And more than likely, we'll see Caldwell try to boot one deep right here. Yeah, he's going back in punt formation. It's a smart thing to do because, I mean, why give Fayetteville the good position, field position if you go for it? The defense is doing their job right now. I wouldn't risk it, even though we're down 43-8. to eight. I wouldn't either, Jacob. And I would also put Pacey DeLoach right on that bench uh, because with a lead this big, you don't need to risk injuring your star quarterback. Caldwell boots one deep to the right side of the field. Takes a Randolph County bounce all the way down to the 20-yard line. And it looks like... 
hard net will down it at the 15-yard line, and that's where the Wolves will take over when we come back. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. make you wait for their best deals, Toyota of Sylacauga is always saving you more and saying yes to credit approval. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals we're giving you every single day. ToyotaofSilicaga.com Right now, get super low 1.99% financing on Camry, Corolla, RAV4, and Prius. And we're offering 1.99% financing on select certified pre-owned vehicles. Talk about amazing deals. Plus, there will be no false starts when it comes to your credit approval. Toyota of Sylacauga's team of credit specialists are here to get you approved. No matter your past credit history, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade-in? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. So come save big at your home team dealer, Toyota of Silicaga. Remember, you're not just a number, you are part of the family. 39765 Highway 280, Toyota We're worth the drive, and we'll prove it with approved credit. See dealer for details. is the third quarter of Fayetteville High School Football, brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Unit at Ron Waters Field. Wolves up 43-8 with the football. Pacey takes the snap. He's going to give it to Evan Baker around. Try to make something go happen on the left side, and he can't get anything going on the left side. Loss of about a yard. I bring up about third and six. Five minutes left to go in the third quarter. And Evan Baker's slow to get up. Hopefully it's just a cramp. He hops off the field. That's what it looks like it is because he kind of did the trot, the I got a cramp in my right calf trot, and luckily for us, that's all it was. Yep, and uh, that's one of the reasons also you, you want to get your younger guys in there, maybe some guys who don't get a lot of game action and get them prepared and not have your star quarterback in the football game when you've got a 35-point lead midway through the third quarter. Just my personal opinion, my personal take, but I'm not John Limbaugh as they come out in eye formation again. Barrett in the backfield. Pacey takes the snap. It's going to be a fake to Barrett. He's going to roll around to the right side. Uh, he's going to make a man miss. He's going to finally get past the first down marker as he jumps over a guy. And man, don't that just make you nervous when uh, he's running late in the game like this. Yeah, like I, I told you during the break, are we going to wait till the start of the fourth quarter? I think now is the right time to do that. As a, a tiger down on the other sideline. Yep. Can't quite get the number on him, but he's down. And uh, we'll take a quick break as you're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back here in just a second. The great Joe Namath said, football is a team game. So is life. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union proudly supports the broadcasts of area high school athletics on radio, social media, and through the Radio Alabama Sports app. Enjoy B.B. Comer, Fayetteville, Childersburg, and Sylacauga football this season presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. On and off the field, Coosa Pines is here to help you reach your goals. Find them on Facebook, federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender.
is the third quarter of Fayetteville High School Football, brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Cruz Pines Federal Credit Union. Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett on the call. Uh, Wolves up 43-8, to eight. four minutes left to go in the third quarter. Uh, that first down play, Caden Barrett blew through a hole uh, in the line right there, got about eight yards, now brings up second and three. They lined up at the 37-yard line. Pacey's under center. He's going to take the snap. He's going to give it up the middle, and not much going there as that was number 14, Cameron Hammonds on the carry. Yeah, like I said, I've been saying this all game. Running up the middle is not an option against this team. Yes, they're still big up front, and we're kind of small in the running back, and it's just a big mismatch. But when we find the edge, that's where we're finding success. Absolutely. Jake, I mean, you probably want to try to get better at running the ball right up the gut because uh, you're getting into a brutal your schedule here upcoming next few weeks. you got Comer, Lafette, Ranburn, key area matchups. You want to be able to do everything. Uh, on that end of the football. And play blown dead. Looks like a false start. That'll bring up third and eight instead of third and three. So now it looks like you might have to pass the ball. And, yep, that is a false start. Let's take a quick moment to thank our sponsors, Allen Brew Market, Childersburg Primary Care, Movement Mortgage, Sycamore Federal Credit Union, Area Real Estate, Heritage Freight, First Bank of Alabama, Coosa Valley Recycling, Omnia. Uh, all those are sponsors and, and make this happen for us. Thank them along with uh, Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. And uh, thanks to the station for allowing us to call this game on kicks 100.3. Pacey takes a snap, and he drops back in the backfield. Fires one over the middle. He's looking for number nine, Jeremiah Barnett. Nothing happening there. Takes a lick at the end of that one. And that'll bring on the punt team. Yeah, there's no way I'd go for it. Save your quarterback. He needs to be on the bench right now anyways to – we got a big matchup against the Comer Tigers next week, and that's somebody you really can't afford to get hurt. That's, that's absolutely right, Jacob. It's Levi Phillips come on to boot this one deep. Uh, for those of you who are interested and who join uh, David and Robert on the call every Friday, they'll be back once again tomorrow evening at Beulah. The Tigers take on the Bobcats. Uh, six for pregame coverage and seven live game action. So those guys will be tomorrow evening. Levi kicks a high punt that'll land at the 43 and it'll take a federal bounce and go out of bounds at about the 36 yard line and that's where the Tigers will take over. Yeah, I'm still going to say as far as our defense goes let's not let up. I'm enjoying what I'm seeing tonight out of our defense. We need to keep it going. Yes, we're up big, but there's 48 minutes in a football game and we need to play the last 14 and a half like we've been playing the rest of it. That's right, Jacob. And you know these guys are loving to get this victory. Not only is this a big win on the scoreboard, but it's also a big confidence booster. Team comes out, plays great, goes 2-0. and You drop your next three games, two of them opponents that really you should beat. The only game they should have lost so far is Lynette, and uh, this puts them back at 3-3 three and three and, and uh, helps them that much closer to the playoffs. Wills takes a snap. He's going to screen one out to Caldwell's. He was getting rushed. Low throw probably should have been caught by Caldwell, though. That'll, that'll bring up second and 10 from the own 35-yard line. 
But not only is it a confidence booster to be up like this after the last three weeks, but against a team that last year shut us out on our home field 41 to nothing. That, it, that they did, Jacob. That was a, a tough game for the Wolves and a tough game for me and KJ to call. It's always fun to call a, call a game when we're up big. Unless you were there with us on that call. And that's a handoff up the middle. That's going nowhere. Caldwell might have gotten back to the line of scrimmage. And that and, was Kaz Duke that made that stop. And, uh, Jacob, you always done a great job on our halftime uh, show. Always giving insight, doing a great job. Unfortunately, due to quote-unquote COVID last year, you couldn't be on the field. And uh, we were looking forward to you being on the field this year, but then uh, we had a change of plans, and I was moved to play-by-play, and you the color guy. And, and so far, I'm loving doing games with you, brother. It's so glad to be here this evening. Third and 12, Wills takes the snap, drops back. He's running around. He fires one over the middle of the field, and that's caught by Willie Kidd. Diving effort. That play will pick up about 22 yards. That ball probably shouldn't have been caught. He threw it about three yards in front of him, and Willie Kidd dove out and caught that ball. He's probably a young guy trying to make a name for himself, and by God, that's the way you do it. i tell you what. that was He, he was a... Parallel to the ground when he made that catch. Great job by Willie Kidd right there. Yeah, that was a great catch by him as they come back up to the line of scrimmage at the 45. Willie takes the snap, throws it to Zach Caldwell, who was trying to turn it upfield. Probably could have got four or five more yards, but he slid down. And uh, that'll bring up second and ten as we're less than a minute to go in this third quarter. And the Tigers trying to just get a little bit of momentum they can take into next week. I'm not sure who they play next week, but I would have to assume that it's probably a, a region opponent. Yeah, I'll, let me tell you this. I'm going to look that up, and we'll, I'll get back with you on that one as you make this call. Absolutely. Two receivers split out. Wheels takes a snap. It's going to be a handoff to Caldwell up the middle. And that was not going anywhere, and that was thanks to number 76, Seth Searcy who made the stop. Oh, nope, scratch that. That was Ethan Presley. I thought that was a little a little bigger to be Seth Searcy. I remember him being a little bit of a smaller guy, so um, that makes more sense. Uh, right now I'm showing Randolph County goes to Vincent next week. That should be a pretty good matchup. Vincent probably will come out with the victory, but Randolph County is looking to re- derail their season, and we, we want to root for Randolph County here, calling for the Wolves because we want to see the Wolves get into the playoffs. And uh, so we'll see how that will go. And that's the end of the fourth quarter. That ain't the end of the fourth quarter. That's the end of the third quarter. That's what I mean. <laughs> well, that's the end of the third quarter. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with action in the fourth quarter. You listen to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. 
M-Sculpt is the first device to build muscle and sculpt your body. What is it? I'm Dr. Jared Spear at Childersburg Primary Care. Through high-intensity electromagnetic therapy procedure, you can enlarge current muscles as well as grow new muscle fibers. The M-Sculpt procedure is currently FDA cleared to treat your abs, buttocks, arms, calves, and thighs. Experience it for yourself. M-Sculpt, only at Childersburg Primary Care, online at ChildersburgClinic.com. You need a local insurance agent, someone that lives in your community, someone that can be there at the drop of a hat, like a good neighbor. State Farm Agent Albie Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm Agent Albie Steers is there for you. State Farm Agent Albie Steers in Silicaga. Online at albiesteers.net. Start your day the Clay Travis way. Gambling aggressively. Bet on Clay Travis for the best sports talk. That's the truth. 6 a.m. on Fox Sports Central Alabama on 98.3 FM. is the fourth quarter of Fayetteville High School football brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. It's all about the South Bay. Oh, my bad. We ain't seeing where we're calling a football game. Welcome back to action for the fourth quarter. Third down and ten. Wills takes the snap, fires over the middle, and Evan Baker deflects that one at the line of scrimmage. That should bring on the punt team. I think if Evan was a couple of steps to the right, that would have been right there in the middle of that 25 on his jersey, and he wouldn't have had to reach out and just bat that one down. Absolutely. That might have been a pick as we just got fourth quarter action under the way. Wolves got a 43-8 lead. That's State Farm Albia Steers scoreboard update. And um, so we'll see what the Wolves do here. You would think that they would have their starters out um, and have some of their younger guys in for this one. Deep kick. Pacey step back to take it at the 12. Jukes a man out. He's out to the 30, to the 35, to the 40. He's finally hit hard at the 42-yard line, and that's where the Wolves will take over. Hey, Blake, I got a question for you. I just thought about this. Do you know what happened the last time the Wolves were on kicks 100.3? When was that? It was against Woodland this year. We came out with a victory. We need, uh, to, we need to have a serious talk with Lee when we get back to the station. Absolutely. We need to put up any time we have a tough game region opponent, we need to put us on kicks 100.3 because the Wolves are 2-0 and when they appear on kicks 100.3. Uh, tune in tomorrow, McCurley in the morning, Friday morning. I actually have the NASCAR fanatic on there. I've met that guy a few times. He's a pretty cool dude. And uh, he'll be on there to, to get some updates. But it looks like we got a timeout on the field by the Wolves. Um, so we'll take one with you this to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back here shortly. Going out of the competition, making customers wait for good deals and credit approval. 
make you wait for their best deals, Toyota of Silicaga is always saving you more and saying yes to credit approval. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals we're giving you every single day. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. Right now, get super low 1.99% financing on Camry, Corolla, RAV4, and Prius. And we're offering 1.99% financing on select certified pre-owned vehicles. Talk about amazing deals. Plus, there will be no false starts when it comes to your credit approval. Toyota of Silicaga's team of credit specialists are here to get you approved. No matter your past credit history, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade-in? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. So come save big at your home team dealer, Toyota of Silicaga. Remember, you're not just a number, you are part of the family. 39765 Highway 280, toyotaofsilicaga.com. We're worth the drive, and we'll prove it with approved credit. See you for details. This is the fourth quarter of Fayetteville High School Football, brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pine Federal Credit Union, Blake Bagley, alongside Jacob Bassett for the call. And um, it's the fourth quarter underway. Well, it was up 43-8, and we've seen a change at the quarterback position. We've got the second team in there. Cameron Hammonds is uh, taking a snap under center as he gives a handoff up the middle for the second time on a second and eight. That looks like it was a handoff to the fullback. That was number 18, Landon Payton. So they're getting some young guys into the action. Sorry about my excitement over here. The Braves just clinched the East, and they're going to the playoffs. Man, yeah, I'm glad that they're better than the football team in Atlanta. Uh, I don't know if they're better than the basketball team in Atlanta right now. It's yet to be seen for the Hawks. Absolutely. Under center, Cameron Hammonds, receiver late to check in. Two receivers split out to the left, none to the right. Takes a snap. He's going to roll around. Hammonds. You got to open it. He gets to the first down marker's flag. This might be an illegal shift. Could be too many men out there. Illegal substitution. We'll await the call and uh, see what they say. Well, this is one of the things about playing the young guys. There's going to be some confusion. There's that illegal shift again on the Wolves. But I will say that was a good call because we were moving all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. They was moving around and uh, a bunch of ants going through an anthill right there. So that'll back them up five yards. That'll bring up third and 11. And do you let Hunter Hammonds throw the ball? I mean, Cameron Hammonds throw the ball right here. I don't see why not. I mean, he's a young guy. He's got to have that experience. Just don't be like A.J. McCarron and throw a pick and get a chewing out from Coach Saban walking back to the sideline. Yep. Yep, Coach Saban was all over him, and then he ended up winning him two national championships. So uh, I guess getting chewed out like that's good. I don't know. <laughs> Eye formation, two receivers split out to the left side. Takes the snap. Cameron fakes it. He's going to run the same play they just ran. This time it loses a yard. That'll bring on the punt team. I mean, that's understandable. We have a bunch, all of our young guys out. We have a big game next week. So we're saving our starters. I mean, I'm not upset with it. No, I think that was a good call right there. Put in your backups, let your starters get some rest because you'll need them all 48 minutes next week. And we'll see Levi Phillips get out here to punt this one deep. Two receivers, excuse me, two returners back uh, doing what they did earlier, trying to call a little trickeration. Under nine minutes left to go in the game. Levi gets a booming kick. 
down the field. Fielded by Caldwell, 35. He's to the 40, to the 45. One man to beat, to the 40, to the 50. Finally brought out at the 46, and it looks like there might be a block in the back. This one might be coming back. It's going to be a hands to the face by Kaz Duke. He just took, um, let me find my roster here, uh, Sedavion Hardnett's helmet straight off his head. Yeah, I was wondering why his helmet was on the ground. So if that's hands to the face, unnecessary roughness, face mask even, we'll see what happens. And one official giving the other's flag back. Face mask on the call. And so that'll take the ball all the way down. Now it's going to be added to the end of the punt. So all the way down to the 29-yard line of the Wolves. And that's where Randolph County will take over. Yeah, I think we're going to see see the Tigers take shots to the end zone here. I mean, what do they have to lose at this point in the game? Why not try to see what works? Absolutely. It looks like they're going to let some younger guys get into action too. Uh, we see a change at the quarterback position. Unusually, see number 24, Chase Wilson, is under center. He takes a snap, fumbles it, hands it to number 13. Uh, be taking down four yards. That was Maurice Winston on the carry. So, love to see getting the young guys involved. Good sportsmanship by John Limbaugh and the Wolves. Not trying to, to pound it in and rub it in. And then also by the Randolph County Tigers who said, who, you know, Sean, Yes, we're defeated. Let's get some experience for the younger guys here. Well, you know, I don't think there's anybody down there that's more happy to get a break than number 18, Avion Willis. He's taking some shots. He is. He's probably in the ice bath already. So, under center, Wilson takes a snap. It's going to be a handoff up the middle. And that's the closest thing to Austin Terrell I've seen out of this team all night. That was number three, Amari Mould, and he is going to be a beast in the upcoming years. Yeah, he's a he's a pretty stout looking running back. He's he's one of those that can find the middle and he'll burst through the through the middle. He'll make room. Absolutely, he ran over a couple of our guys, but nonetheless, he got the yards back. So now they're back at third and ten where the original line of scrimmage was. So we'll see what they call here, Jacob. You know, Auburn used to have a running back named Kenny Irons, and he would, he would make a hole in the middle if it wasn't there. Yeah, that he would. Takes a snap. It's a toss around the right side of the field. Back to the line of scrimmage. About a five-yard game before he's thrown into the fence. Number 13, Maurice Winston. I'm surprised we didn't see a late hit, but the fence is so close to the field, I don't think it was intentional. So good no call by the officials as we're seven minutes to go and ticking um, before the end of the game. So fourth and five right here, obviously. You'll... Uh, You'll go for this if you're Randolph County. I think momentum had something to do with that, too. Yep. Absolutely. I agree with that. Jacob is uh, Wilson checks back in. We've got a Winston and a Wilson out there, so if we get those confused, we apologize. <laughs> and, uh, under center, Wilson. He's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it off up the middle. That's a five-yard pickup. Uh, still ain't brought down. He's finally he's brought down after about a six-yard gain. That was Maurice Winston on the carry. And I would just got a scoreboard update for the Comer Tigers taking on the Horseshoe Bend Rebels. Comer Tigers closed that game out. They won 40-7 to against the Horseshoe Bend Rebels. Tell you what, Comer's the team 
that can score at will. That's going to be a dangerous thing coming to Farm Links Field next week. But if our defense can step up and play against Comer next week like they played tonight, we should be in pretty good shape. Yep. I would agree with that, Jacob. Uh, not looking like it'd be much of a game until this week and to see what the Wolves were able to do. So next week is uh, shaping up probably to be a pretty good ball game, Ryder, a game. Comer's coming in with a 4-2 and two record. Um, the Wolves will be at three and three, so they'll uh, Wolves will be looking to get it five and three, and uh, excuse me, four and three, and looking to put Comer at four and three. And there's a flag on the field before anything even gets going, so I don't know what's going on, but we'll wait to call. But you know what, Blake? Comer, Delay a game on the Wolves. Comer's about three inches away from being a one-loss team, and all that only loss would have been to Montgomery Catholic who is probably like the number three team in 3A right now. But against Lynette, they were on the probably the three-inch line going in, and they couldn't make anything happen. Absolutely, and they would have won that game had they not got down 26-7 to early. Takes a snap, and I'm not sure if they lost the ball there or not. Looked like Cameron Hammonds may have bobbled it. Oh, that'll bring up second and 15 there. Five minutes to go in the game and ticking. And if you're the Wolves, you're gonna, it's going to be a happy bus ride back to Fayetteville tonight. Yeah, it's always easier on these long away trips coming back with a win. And that'll, that'll make me sleep easier tonight getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> me too, Jacob. Cameron Hammonds gets the snap. It's a handoff up the middle. And he's to the 30, to the 40, to the 50, down to the 40. He is gone. That is a touchdown for the Fayetteville Wolves. And I don't know if we have a number on this guy. But uh, Brody Nolan. That was number five, Brody Nolan. He just broke it for about an 80-yard touchdown run. So the Wolves have had two plays tonight, 80-plus yards. Puts them at 49, awaiting an extra point. The Wolves will score 50. And, Jacob, I don't remember when the last time the Wolves scored 50 points was. It's been a while, but I tell you what, it feels good. That it does, Jacob. Have they ever scored 50? I, I believe they have, but it's just been a while. Wow. Uh, great performance by the Wolves here tonight. And Levi Phillips will be trying to make this the big 5-0. Snaps good. Holds good. Kick is also good. So we're looking at a 50-8 ball game. 440 left to go in the fourth quarter. I'll tell you, the most points ever scored by Fayetteville in a football game was a couple of years ago in Hanover against the Coosa Central Cougars. And uh, that found that they scored a 70, total of 75 points in that game. And I think Central scored maybe 50, 55 points. Uh, I, Jacob, if I recall correctly, me and, um, me and KJ were on that call. I think the final was like 75 to 35. Yeah, that was back in 2019. And I tell you what, that looks like an NBA score. Yeah, it does. Or at least a college basketball score at that. And it looks like we have some guys scouting. I don't know a team who's red and the Bulldogs, but they had a few players here tonight, so it looks like they may be scouting this uh, Randolph County team. I believe that would be uh, Wadley, actually. I think they're the Bulldogs, and, I mean, they have the night off. Why not come watch a good game of football? That's true. I don't know. 
Uh, if you're uh, a spectator and not a fan of the Wolves, I'm not sure if this was a great night of football. 75-36 was the final in that Well, game. so I wasn't far off then. My memory didn't fail me too much. 440 left to go in the game. State Farm Albia Steer scoreboard update. Wolves 50, Randolph County 8. Levi Phillips ready. He boots this one. Line drive down the middle, and Zach Caldwell feels it at the 23 after fumbling around a little bit. And after hitting a lot of Wolves defenders, he got out to about the 24. So we're on a running clock right now with a 58 score in the fourth quarter. Uh, four minutes left to go. And you'll probably see the Tigers hand it off a few times and get out of here. Yeah, I like the running clock. Oh, it's stopped now, but I was I like the running clock knowing we got to go home. It's a school night. For us, it's a work night. I got to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to be a one tired old man come morning time. Absolutely, Jacob. Now, I've heard from a few folks, once you hit 30, it's all downhill from there. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Yep, but uh, no matter how old you are, getting up at 4 after this trip will be tough. But luckily, mine won't go off till 6.30, and I'm going to be honest with you, I might bump it till 7 in the morning um, with this one. And uh, so that was a gain of about 3 up the middle the Randolph County Tigers and previewing tomorrow night you know we had this special edition of Thursday Night Lights due to the racetrack and uh, Talladega it being race weekend and all but tomorrow night the Chillersburg Tigers travel to Beulah to take on the Bobcats uh, that will be a 7 o'clock kickoff tune in early for the pregame show David and Robert uh, on the call and on that carry I couldn't catch that number but I think it was Winston, and that'll get him a first down. Three minutes left to go here in the game. And uh, for those of you who follow the Wolves, tune in next week. Unfortunately, we won't be on Kicks 100.3, but we will be on the Federal Sports Network on RadioMobileSports.net. Uh, pre-game will be 6.30, followed by live game action at 7. Uh, tune in to that. going to be a good rivalry game as we take on the Comer Tigers at Farm Links Field. That was a handoff to Terrell, Terrell again. Braden Terrell on the carry right there. But I tell you what, we need to talk with Lee, Michael, and the rest of that Radio Alabama game. Let's get on kicks 100.3 next Friday night because that seems to be our good luck charm. Absolutely, 2-0. and And, Jacob, I believe the Wolves, I'm not sure which station they'll be on, but possibly 100.3 uh, will be on again in our last game of the season, a road uh, matchup with Childersburg. So, because Comer's off that week. Takes a snap, and it's going to be a handoff up the middle this time. A gain of about five, and that was Amari Molden on that carry. Um, actually, he got about seven or eight on that one. Two minutes to go in ticking, so this will probably be the last drive of the game. But I will say this as far as next week goes. You can tune in to Mix 106.5 and listen to Greg and Randy on the Comer broadcast of our game with them next week. Yep, absolutely. So, um, see what they do here. Wilson under center. Gives it off up the middle. And that was a gain of about two there by Winston. And that'll bring up fourth and one. Obviously, they'll go for this with a minute and 30 left to go in the game. Clock's ticking. So, we'll see what they do here, Jacob. And uh, thank you for all for listening to us and tuning in to this game. Don't forget, uh, at the closing of this game, we'll do a quick game recap. 
And uh, discussing upcoming matchups, discussing what's happened so far as this will reach week oh, 60%, actually 70% of the way done with this season, Jacob. Yeah, it's been a fun season so far with the exception of two games that I feel like we could have won. Uh, absolutely, Jacob. I would agree. And I would say it's actually 60%, excuse me. We're seven weeks in, but 60% of the way uh, into the season. And it looks like they did get the first down on that carry. So that's a bring up first and 10. But the Wolves will be 500 at 3-3. Three and three And... Randolph County Tigers will drop to 1-5. That's going to be a hand up off the middle. That's going to be a gain of about six there by Amari Moldner. That'll probably be the last play of the game as both teams start trotting over to the sideline. But Wilson checks back in the game. Looks like they might try to run one more. Why not? There's still time on the clock. Absolutely, Jacob. Can't take plays home with you. Down to 10 seconds left to go. Wilson takes the snap. It's going to be a handoff up the middle. That was some action there by Kyle Thompson for a run up the middle. He didn't get a gain on that one. That'll bring us to the final score of Fevel 50, Randolph County 8. So that concludes this game. We'll be back here shortly for a post-game analysis of the action this evening. This to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. on Noble has something for everyone. Private parties, live music, and entertainment. The perfect date night. The best appetizers and wonderful entrees. Don't forget to check the Harvey's on Noble social media pages to stay up to date on weekly specials. Harvey's on Noble in Silicaga. Open Wednesday through Saturday. Harvey's on Noble. Voted best atmosphere and best entertainment venue in the Coosa Valley. make you wait for their best deals, Toyota of Silicaga is always saving you more and saying yes to credit approval. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals we're giving you every single day. ToyotaofSilicaga.com Right now, get super low 1.99% financing on Camry, Corolla, RAV4, and Prius. And we're offering 1.99% financing on select certified pre-owned vehicles. Talk about amazing deals. Plus, there will be no false starts when it comes to your credit approval. Toyota of Silicaga's team of credit specialists are here to get you approved. No matter your past credit history, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade in, bring it in, and we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. So come save big at your home team dealer, Toyota of Silicaga. Remember, you're not just a number, you are part of the family. 39765 Highway 280, ToyotaofSilicaga.com. We're worth the drive, and we'll prove it with approved credit. See dealer for details. Need some extra energy to make it through the day? Allen Brew Market has monster energy drinks, candy, and snacks for that quick pick-me-up. At Allen Brew Markets, they mean it when they say fuel for your car and fuel for your body. You're all in with Allen, oh yeah. Allen Brew Markets. 
Don't get burned with rising interest rates and limited inventory. Contact the Girls on Fire Lending Team at Movement Mortgage. Whether you're refinancing or purchasing, they want to be your mortgage lending team for life. Check out Movement Mortgage Silicaga on Facebook, where you can also apply for a mortgage 24-7 with the Apply Now button. Or contact Movement Mortgage at 256-365-0294. Movement Mortgage LLC supports equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 39179. For licensing information, please visit nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Savor new flavors with the new Chick-fil-A Lemon Kale Caesar Salad. Served with warm Chick-fil-A grilled nuggets, zesty lemon wedges, shade parmesan, and a lemon Caesar vinaigrette. It's full of refreshing bites to pair with a beautiful day. Available for a limited time. Get yours today at Chick-fil-A Silicaga. Register now for free lunch Friday from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. You could win free lunch for up to eight in your office from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. Visit kicks1003.com for more details and to register. Swin the Printers serves all your printing needs. As a full-service printer, Swin can do everything you need to complete your project. If you can dream it, Swin can print it. Swin is dedicated to providing high-quality printing and excellent customer service to businesses and individuals alike throughout the Coosa Valley and beyond. Call Gary, Janice, or Clay today at 256-245-3236 or visit Swin online at swinprint.com. When choosing a real estate agent, you want someone you can trust. Whether you're looking for your forever home, looking for an investment property, or that great lake house to retire to, Area Real Estate is the group you want on your side. Their experience in the industry and being a member of the National Association of Realtors guarantees that you'll get the best deal on your next property. They serve all of this area, including Lake Martin. Check their website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. When you think of Marble City Pharmacy, there's one word that comes to mind. Family. It's Jacob and Jared Johnson. When our dad started Marble City Pharmacy, no one could have imagined what it would be like today. Now, nearly 20 years later, we've continued to serve you and your family. Thank you for trusting us with your health-related questions and medication needs. Marble City Pharmacy, here for life. Online at MarbleCityPharmacy.com. is the Radio Alabama Sports Post Game Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome in to Ron Waters Field for the Post Game Show, presented by Peace of Mind Federal Credit Union. The Federal Wolves came in here to the outskirts of Wedowie, uh, Randolph County High School here. Blake Bagman, Jacob Bassett on the call, came in here Randolph County Tigers, everything went well from the Wolves. Got out to a 14-0 lead. Randolph County put eight on the board, and it was all Wolves the rest of the game as they scored 36 straight points and uh, held the Randolph County Tigers scoreless through the rest of the three quarters. Great defensive uh, performance by the Wolves, and I know Mark Reed is excited about that. Great offensive performance, so I know Coach Limbaugh was excited about that. Great overall uh, win for the Wolves. Didn't really see anything they done wrong other than one fumble, that one turnover they had, everything else executed the game plan perfectly. Blake, we just played 48 minutes of football for the first time this season. And look at the result on the scoreboard. 
That's right. We're going to need that for the next four weeks. That they are. Going to need that, especially the next three, as they got three area opponents. Probably three of the toughest they'll play, um, of course, excluding Lynette. But they play Lafette, Ranburn, and Comer, not in that order. But next week, of course, tune in at 630 for the pregame shows. We take on Comer at Farm Links Field, uh, followed by seven live game action, as well as tomorrow night. Tune in to uh, David McCurdy and Robert Sprayberry for the pregame show. And then, uh, of course, live game action at 7 as they travel to Beulah to take on the Bobcats, battle of the felines there. <laughs> so uh, we'll see who can get the win in that one. Also, some other scores. Uh, the Braves actually just clinched, clinched the NL East. Uh, Comer uh, over Horseshoe Bend 40-7 to this evening. Uh, that was a home matchup at Legion Stadium. Virginia is leading Miami late in the game by nine points. Ten minutes left to go in the game, so they probably won that one. And that's not our uh, – the last score we have right here is uh, some NFL action between the Jaguars and the Bengals. And it looks like they got a tight one as it's 14-14 to in the fourth quarter. And it looks like the Jaguars are actually about to score. So um, stay tuned into that one. That sounds like it's a good one. Uh, Jacob, any closing thoughts? Yeah, we'll talk about these scores right here. The Braves won, the Wolves won. So there's two teams. But we got a big one in Baton Rouge Saturday. Yeah, that we do. I'm going to be honest with you, Jacob. I'll give you my pick, but first, what's your pick? Blake, the Auburn Tigers, and we've talked about this before, but I think this is a cool thing to let the, the people listening hear. The Auburn Tigers have not won in Death Valley since 1999 that was before your lifetime i was negative two years old i was in the third grade so it's been a long time jacob what's your score prediction on that one i would love to see auburn come out with a win you know that game's always a defensive battle with a hope and a prayer i'm going to say auburn 17 14 they're going to right the ship this week because you know now should both start struggling you can put in finley without hesitation finley did good Finley being a former LSU Tiger in his own right. I think he's an Auburn Tiger now. He loves Auburn. I think he'll do good for Auburn. Hopefully we'll come out of Death Valley finally with a win. But if we win, we better not light yep. a cigar up in that locker room. T.J. Finley, best thing ever happened to Bo Nix. Showed him he's not going to play just because he's Bo Nix. Bo Nix comes out, has the game with his life throws for over 300 yards, and the, and the Tigers win it 31-13. to I think they – uh, destroy LSU. Don't think LSU's that good. I think Coach O's on the hot seat. They go in there and get the win, but more importantly, the Wolves got the win tonight, 50-8. to eight. Um, You're now 1-0 and on broadcast radio. That's right. I'm now 1-0 and calling games on Kicks 100.3. Shout out to everybody at the station for allowing this to happen. Shout out for the Wolves for scheduling a game on a Thursday night. Did a race weekend. If you're going to the races, of course, be careful. Uh, everybody had a great weekend, and um, unfortunately, we got to get up in the morning and go to work. Uh, everybody have safe travels back home. And once again, thank you for following the uh, Fable Sports Network. Give a thanks to all our sponsors. You have listened to the Fable Football Game of the Week on the Fable Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Everybody have a great evening and a great weekend. You've been listening to Fayetteville Wolves football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Radio Alabama Sports, sponsored by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, Toyota of Sylacauga, Allen Brew Market, Chick-fil-A, Coosa-